Hey there, friends and neighbors. It is I, your prophet of doom, your crier of catastrophe for another episode this week. This will be kind of a part two episode, a series episode. Um, kinda, things are kind of messed up, right? Shit's on fire. So let's get right to it and start the episode. Ivan's leaning and he leaned in for the whole monologue. Shit's on Short fire. as it was. <laughs> Shit's on fire. This is perfect. I hear you. Yeah, they're they're good. Kind of like last week. This is probably not going to be a PG-13 episode. This is probably going to be rated ARG for pirates. So probably not made for kids this one we're having a couple drinks we're smoking some cigars why don't you use the uh sound intro that your dad used to start the sales at the sale bar that was his he played it on his phone because that's copyrighted and this intro is not copyrighted welcome to the capital podcast we are here for the second episode of the week it is friday October 13th, the, the the Jihad Day, Day of Jihad, it was supposed to be, um, but, you know, I looked out the window all day and nothing happened in my tiny little, tiny little rural town, but um, we have several people here tonight. We have me, we have, you can see beside me, Hunter Star, we have on the other side, Brother Ben, and back for his second appearance, Cody Hessman, ladies Hola. and gentlemen. And then we have Ivan, who is not producing, but kind here. of, like, playing with cameras and stuff. He's Leaning. right here beside me. You saw him. And then uh, Adam Lotfi producing <laughs> back in the back. This is kind of a party episode. I'm going to be honest. We're having a couple drinks. This is going to be a, a free-flowing. We're going to talk more about prepping stuff. Uh, but, um... Preparing your drinks. Yeah. It's going to be fun, everyone. Um, we're... It's... We're gonna talk over each other. It's gonna be it's gonna be a disaster and a mess is what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be a fun one. So I want to start with the news because we started with what happened uh, in Israel. So far, uh, the war has been going on for a week now. Israel versus Palestine. There's been a lot of videos, a lot of pictures coming out of dead children, raped women, um, and. There's been claims on on both sides, like, this is real, this is not real. Oh, this picture is AI-generated, it's not a real picture. And whether or not that's the case, whether or not it's true, it's not true, it is pictures, it's not pictures, I tend to think it probably, they are real. But whether or not it is or not, we are in this weird time of, like, fifth-gen warfare where you kind of don't know if the things you're seeing are real or not. And I think the more sophisticated AI gets, the weirder that's going to be. Did y'all see the photo that Ben Shapiro shared of what was supposedly a charred baby? That was the one. And I'm, that was yeah. the one that everyone was like, that's ah, AI. no, because there's supposedly something that you can like upload this to and it'll, even, it'll detect it. Be like, oh, no, this is AI or this is real. Yeah. There was supposedly community notes was, like, hey, this is, mm-hmm. this is an AI generated image. But then there was community <laughs> notes on that community note saying, well this website isn't like 100%. Yeah. People were posting 
obviously fake pictures that it was saying were true, like a picture of Joe Biden shitting his pants. They were like, <laughs> nah, not nah, true, this, huh? is a, this is a real picture. Yeah. Community notes said AI. that that was legit. <laughs> yeah, like back and forth. So we're at a point where we don't quite know what's real, but what's not. Does this computer program, does it differentiate in between, uh, like if something had a filter on it or if it was generated too? Just generated, Just I think. Just generated. Whether it's like it's from real life or from a, a okay. computer program. Man, I wish I could tell you how that works, but I can't wrap my mind around it. I was playing with one of the AI image generators the other day, <laughs> and some of the prompts are it's kind of wild what you can get. But I don't know how they would how they would detect that. Well, did you like, have you if have it's you guys just a plain like say it's a plain JPEG or or whatever, like a picture file. Mm-hmm. How would they be like, well, that one is a picture file of something that was generated by AI and this one's not. Maybe it looks for like discrepancies in cuz I've seen some like the the fingers are right, but I think it's gotten over that, which cuz I was like, oh man, like AI can't get fingers. Cuz remember there's it, that maybe uh, it can see like the more right. yeah, more in depth and see like subtle ones that we can't Pixels see. and shadows and all that I stuff. Don't know. I'm sure AI can get pretty intense. I mean, shoot, even when he was back in high school, remember that really hot chick that turned out to be a pizza? Do y'all ever remember that? I have no oh, idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Where it's like about. a picture of a hot chick and someone had <laughs> mess. She's in a bikini or something and and somebody they, just photoshopped they back a and, picture yeah, of they pizza? They start undoing the Photoshop, and it started out as a picture of a pizza. And they uh, like Was it a it. slice of pizza? Yeah. Okay. You find it? I did. I am Are you roll that up to the camera? That, that's from, like, back in... That was a picture of pizza first. Yeah, it started weird. out as pizza. What I'm saying is... there, and it showed how they pulled and moved and changed. We're, we're getting to and a that, weird place. That was 15 years ago, oh, man. A weird place in, in the world where, like, <laughs> no, you don't know what focusing. you are. Yeah, there it is. is. Yeah. That man, is... you're going to have to put R-rated on this one. <laughs> M for Hot girl pizza. Bikini pizza. <laughs> that girl the point being, is in a bikini. <laughs> you can't really tell what's real or not, and that's worrisome. But still, going back to kind of what's going on abroad... Because I want to go through the news first, and then I want to get into like what we're going to talk about. Uh, Israel has warned the UN that and the Palestinians to get out of the basically the northern half of Gaza. Um, they give them twenty four hours notice, and that was about twenty four hours ago. And we are recording Friday the thirteenth again. Spooky. So what Israel is going to do next is probably. Uh, Probably pretty serious if they told everyone to leave. Um, Seems pretty serious if they uh, call up 300,000 reservists. Right. And Hezbollah, it looks like they're going to start stuff on the northern side. Hezbollah, people don't quite... When you get into this stuff, people don't know the difference between Hamas and Hezbollah and all this different stuff. Hezbollah is a little more sophisticated than Hamas, a little more well-armed than Hamas. They have a lot more Russian backing and... More missiles, basically. And so if Hamas, or if Hezbollah does get, see, even I did it. If Hezbollah does get involved, it will be, you know, worse. Uh, And to kind of answer for that early on, Israel struck targets in Syria, in Damascus, and Aleppo. And uh, that's meaning, you know, Syria is either going to take that on the chin or Syria is going to get involved. Um it's looking more and more like it's going to end up being Israel versus Iran because Iran is obviously backing Hamas and Hezbollah. 
Uh, there's a lot of U.S. senators and congressmen calling for U.S. intervention already. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Uh, the pirate, Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Imagine that. Um, Hamas and other Muslim le- leaders are calling for jihad all over the West. Like, today was supposed to be the day of rage, which there were some things that happened. You had the... There was a stabbing in France where a school teacher was get stabbed to death. There was a Israeli diplomat that was stabbed almost to death in Beijing. There was uh, riots all over the U.S. Um, some big ones in France. They had the, the highest level France. of alert yeah. that they can do on a national level. Um, so to recap, things aren't looking great on the global stage. Uh, so the question is, will the U.S. get involved? And... It's kind of looking that way, honestly. My guess um, is yes. The everybody's kind of like looking at it and saying, you know, even the very serious people are looking at it and saying, yeah, it's looking like this is gonna gonna G-Watt happen. Two, Gwat two, the electric boogaloo. Um, but um, the, and a lot of people who don't really pay attention hear about this stuff and they're like, well, yeah, something's going on in the Middle East again. That's ha- that happens all the time. Not to this level. And people who are listening, if you're some one of those people that doesn't watch the news very much and you just hear snippets and you hear like, oh, there's a war in the Middle East and you were just like, whatever. No big deal. Happens all the time. Been going <laughs> on different. for 20 years. Yeah, it's been going on for... It's a little different this time. It has not been at this level in since forever. Since 1970. Like I, said, I looked it up the other yeah, day. Yeah, since the, since the war, the big one, where they almost pushed them into the sea. <clears throat> Um, so like Hunter said, Paris is having huge jihadi rallies and London is having these rallies. It's all over Europe, which is in the 1970s. Was it like in Paris, in London and stuff like that? That was when the war happened where all of the, like a lot of the Middle East neighbors to Israel attacked all at once. What what I was talking about was 1973 Yom Kippur. I'm probably saying that wrong. The Yom Kippur. Yeah. And which the Arab invasion repelled UN ceasefires, what it says. So that was the highest death toll outside of what we're seeing right now with 2688 uh, And that was kind of the same way, like nobody saw it coming. So 2688. And right now death tolls at 320 plus for this current one, Operation Iron Swords. Three... 320 or 3,200. It's way more than that. Wikipedia has not been updated. No, 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 no. It's way way more than that. It's up in the thousands for sure. Yeah. Which, Uh, it's always lopsided. Yeah, I think, what is it? I think like 20,000 Palestinians. Yeah, well, sucks to suck. Well, yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, um, getting bad out there. And uh, the last thing that I saw today was that Jordan was having huge protests against the king and That's the alarming. royalty, because basically because the king is too f- too friendly with America. Oh, yeah. And if Jordan collapses, if there's a if there's a problem where Jordan all of a sudden is not ruled by the Jordanian king right now, ugh, things get worse. Two days yeah, ago, they, they said twelve hundred plus. So yeah, Wikipedia is yeah. way behind. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that, that's yeah, where we are I was on the global it was stage. Like past a thousand. That's yeah, where we yesterday. are in the world, and in America, things are going on too. Like there weren't any full blown big terrorist attacks in America, but there were a lot of demonstrations all over the U.S. Did you guys see stuff on that today? I didn't have time. I was, no, yeah, I was, I was busy working busy. all day. The one in France where they <laughs> were uh, driving down in like their. Uh, <laughs> 
they're uh oh what are those uh Mercedes Benz G wagons. They're driving in the G wagons or whatever with the flags, and they're yelling some some pretty stuff like gas the Jews, yeah. burn the Jews, like very Nazi, <laughs> yeah, Hitleresque, yes. Hitler. But yeah, anyway, a lot of it's going on 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 U.S. college campuses, which is no surprise. Um, you've Harvard. seen you've seen all the Marxists come out in support of Hamas, which makes perfect sense to me. BLM. But what I've found kind of funny is there's a lot of people that are kind of the hippy dippy peace loving, you know, Greenpeace Marxist adjacent people that don't really know about Marxism that are all of a sudden very confused. It's like, hold on. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean kill all the yeah. Jews? Yeah. <laughs> like all and if you're if you understand Marxism and you understand like Marxist, you're like, yeah, this makes perfect sense. But if you don't, you're like I thought this was about peace, love, and tolerance, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on, on on campuses right now in the U.S. U.S. UCLA had a huge one where there was, like, thousands of people basically rioting for mm-hmm. Palestine. Well, did you see the Harvard one but where, like, there's... How many of those people were the confused ones that, like, got caught up halfway through the Well, that's riot what I mean. Like, like, wait. Probably there was, most there was, of them was I'm not pro-gassing Jews, they, but uh, why are they saying it? A lot of people, I'm pretty sure, are confused because... The uh, media likes to portray it as one side is just picking on the other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They don't say, show that both sides are really assholes. Yeah. Right. And that's and they're true. they're cheering for the little guy, but they don't realize the little guy is the asshole. They're cheering for the little guy. Maybe they should put a <laughs> curb on the <laughs> big guys. Yeah. That are putting the little guy in a bind. The the big protests at Harvard, there's like 50 students that like signed this letter, like put their name on it or whatever. And so there's all this media backlash pushing on it. And finally, like the Harvard execs started to condemn it. Well, today, or today or yesterday, there's a truck driving around that has like one of those their electronic billboards on it. on it with their pictures and their names saying, Jew this haters. person, because all these people realize they're like, oh, we can't get jobs now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did see yeah. that. And it was, well, 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 if it <laughs> isn't the consequences of my <laughs> yeah. own actions. It was like HR people everywhere are getting emails of all these yeah. people that you should not hire. Um, yep. I don't know. I, I, The thing that just stands out to me is the the big guys, the guys pulling the strings for Palestine or Israel, either one, aren't the ones leading the charge. Mm-mm. They're sitting in their cozy, cushy, the, money-backed apartments. Where the do you rich think, people wage war and the poor people die. Where do you think... Uh, Tales old as time. Palestine got all their weapons. All these missiles are flying. I heard on a podcast today. They were. I think I ran. They're, they're estimated to be like 40,000, 50,000 apiece. And they're sending thousands of them to pew. Yeah, and Israel's just doing their little mm-hmm. iron. Are dome you gonna or say? Whatever. Are you gonna say Iran? Iron Dome. Yeah, probably Iran. Yeah, and but Iran. the thing about six billion in USA. So, so time out all, for all of you behind. that say that is humanitarian aid it is and not. cannot be used. Qatar is watching that, so they can go and shift their humanitarian aid account into their "I want to wage terrorism" mm-hmm. account. And then take the humanitarian aid from Qatar and put it in their humanitarian aid right, account. Right, we talked to... Yeah. Yeah, fungible. Like fungible, fungible, that's the word. Not only that, but Qatar hates Israel, too. If yeah. Every, everyone hates every Israel, but Israel. But I did hear... Islamist country hates Israel. I did hear that those funds might have got right. froze again. I think it's too late. I think that ship no, sailed, didn't it? Dude. I heard uh, Qatar's in charge of it, and they haven't frozen in Qatar. 
Hmm. That's what I was saying. Because like Qatar but, is holds the savings account, so Qatar holds the checking but, account, could, savings account. But what if and they Qatar's like, spent oh, it? Okay. <laughs> like they already spent the money, and there's like ten dollars, and they're like, oh, we froze it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like do we yeah. really trust? Which I think you're supposed to say Qatar, but I don't care. Hey, bring oh, that shit, paper over Qatar. here and a marker. <laughs> Add some more zeros. Yeah, the the idea that we're supposed to trust Qatar. Is, yeah, here's a story is, from can, ABC saying it's frozen. Yeah, can the yeah, Qatarian Qatar terrorist bank please send us a balance <laughs> on that account so that we can gauge how much has been spent yeah. towards right. their humanitarian the, aid? All the leaders, all the rich leaders of Hamas live in Qatar. Like Qatar is not our our friends. And Qatar came out today and said, "Hey, if if Israel doesn't stop bombing Gaza, we're shutting off all our gas yeah, I saw to that. the world." Talk about things getting a little I didn't weird. See that. Clay Martin said something about that. That's true. Which is somebody you should follow. Like, I I don't want to give everybody else, like, uh, I don't want to take away from my own podcast and books, but you should buy Clay Martin's books, America. Good quick read. So Uh, The Concrete Jungle, Prairie Fire. You need to buy those if you haven't uh, ever heard of Clay Martin. Look Clay Martin up. Concrete Jungle. Cody's fixing to ask who that is. Prairie Fire. Concrete no. Jungle is about like uh, is about survival and and being prepared in a city environment. Prairie Fire is about being prepared in a rural environment. Do you recommend them books over yours? For what purpose? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have for to yeah. read for for yes, like understanding. I, I, and I definitely do. Minor minor fiction, like you know, more fun. Mine aren't telling you how to I actually think organize Wrath a militia. I Wrath of the Wendigo is so I, much oh, that more fun. Ben bought, hasn't even read Wrath of the Wendigo. I bought my first yeah, I have, book I've read all of that I have books. bought since I got out of college about two months ago. And it was a long way back to Zion. No, it was <laughs> uh, Crow Killer. Crow the Legend of Liver Eaton Johnson. Oh, oh, I think that's a good book. Yeah. It is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I still haven't got through it, but... Tell us about tell us a little bit about that. Is it because I've never read it, it but I love the, the movie. It's, it's one the, of my favorite movies. Well, the movie lied, and these are the true story like of do. Jeremiah Johnson. Right, and it wasn't about his Indian wife and kids. Well, it was a little oh, bit no. about his wife. It is about his wife and his yeah. unborn child. Oh, because see, the reason works. he got crossways with the crow is so he was gifted a flathead woman. That he mm-hmm. ended up marrying. Which happened in the movie. Happened in the uh, movie. The bald guy. He built a cabin out in the mountains. Right. Happened mm-hmm. in the movie. He left to go trap that winter. Happened in the movie. A stray band of young warriors, crow warriors, happened to come by that winter and found her and raped and killed her. Right. Happened as, in the movie. As of but course, for his, different reasons. He came back after when the snow melted off, everything with all of his furs. And he found the bones of his wife, and amongst the bones was a small child school. Ooh. Oh, shit. And that is what turned Jeremiah Johnson... Into Liver-Eating Johnson. Into Liver-Eating Johnson. You but know, Hollywood, would... even back in the old days, always did this, where they made it like, well, the Indians never did anything without reason. That's why the movie added the part like, well, Jeremiah Johnson led the people... Walked through the burial ground. ...into the burial ground. I was like, well, no. It didn't, the they didn't ever say just in the movie that that's people. why they yeah. attacked him, though. He, well, it was implied. It, it implies it. it well, it didn't a, say it. It was a... Jesus so kid. technically, Basically, it could it have been... it was an accident because them young They warriors, accidentally raped no, her. Those warriors on the tail. And they had not found anything. And they didn't. And they were really back. bummed. 
<laughs> like, you know what? A good old raping is going to make this all better. <laughs> well, they had to come back with a scalp or something. They had to show something for their expedition. Bunch of young yep. guys come back to the chief with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You had can't come back with something. You can't yep. have Hollywood tell that story, though, because it makes the Indians completely the yeah. bad guy. What they should have done. actually friends with the crow up to this point. They should right. have went after some grizzer bear pilgrim. And <laughs> grizzer bear. <laughs> and collected the claws. But so far in this book, and I listened to a podcast where the guy kind of went over it a little bit, told stories out of it. But uh, that's what got me turned to it. But uh, shit, where was I going with this? You say it turned you on? It. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge stories turn us all <laughs> The stories throughout this book was stories from mountain men that was with him oh. when a lot of this stuff happened. Oh. Which, and like the movie. brought it back and told the stories, hey. and they're kind of like little sexual yeah. stories and, you throughout know, his life. Years ago. I just want to know more about the guy that he found frozen. Found frozen? Yeah, and that's he how got he got his, that rifle. Got his rifle. After he pried it from his cold, dead hands. And then he goes down, and then the guy that's like knows all yeah. the flathead and, he and stuff, his, he's like, hey, he that's what, what, what the right. say. What was his name? Hatchet Jack. Hatchet yeah. Jack. And I said, Hatchet like, Jack, I, I retarded. Here, my it. rifle, it killed Grizzlebear. Being <laughs> of sound mind yeah. and broke legs, said, do yeah. hereby leave my bear rifle to whatever so finds it. I do want it be a white man. That was like pretty word for word. My favorite story is when he. The first scalp he took, and then also when, I think it might have been the Flatheads captured him and was going to sell him to the crow or trade him to the crow, and he escaped because they found his barrels of whiskey on his horse. And they got drunk. It, they got drunk. They got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> good good away from those engines. <laughs> and the guy that's standing guard. Stereotypes that exist for guy, a reason. He ripped his uh, arm off, I think. Maybe Good. leg. Wow. And then Dang. traveled 200 miles barefoot and pantsless with nothing but that leg through a blizzard and ate it on it till he got to where he was going. Dude, that's the metal, metal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that, sounds, America. Wow. that sounds like a rough night in Goodwill, Oklahoma. <laughs> pantsless and barefoot. <laughs> Walking through the snow. But I do want to point out the fact that Sam always talks about all these people back in the old days, like the Civil War times, that were so much better read and they could write so much better. What about Hatchet Jack with his sound mind and broke legs? That sounds, yeah. that's, that sounds pretty eloquent to me. Uh, dude, I had some sophomores. Dude, there was, a lot, there was a lot of people back <laughs> in the day that weren't well read. I'm talking yeah, about... That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm dude, talking about the people who were like... Still the same. Classically educated. We still got but, yeah. dum-dums and, and smart-smarts. Just not as many smart smarts as there should be. Not Speaking near. of the smart smarts and dumb dumbs, I want to show you guys a clip to see how uh, dumb Hamas officials think the world is. Okay, play the clip. Hit it, Adam. Dr. Bassin Naeem, Hamas's head of political and international relations, joins me now from inside Gaza. And uh, answer me this first of all. How does murdering hundreds of women and children and massacring young people at a music festival and glasses. kidnapping innocent civilians further the cause of the Palestinians. Thank you very much. Uh, I am really uh, shocked that you as a well-respected uh, journalist and well-respected uh, channel to adopt the Israeli propaganda. Uh, I think uh, no one can confirm any of these uh, news, uh, 
we have uh, the original well, story. Well, well sorry, not, to, sorry uh, to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Are you saying, kill, are you saying we, that civilians have not died? We didn't kill any civilians. Uh, it depends what on about the 260 you, bodies? What about the 260 bodies at the music festival? Do you realize I, I, how absurd that, I, that sounds? Now, within, within, within the operation, uh, I cannot uh, confirm uh, this Israeli propaganda because we have also news and videos showing that Israel and what Israel is today doing inside Gaza based on the so-called uh, Hannibal doctrine to kill thousands of Palestinians, including the hostages. And this is an adopted Hang on. doctrine by the Israeli Hang army. Hang uh, on, is Israel, is just, just sorry to interrupt you, but Israel says more than 700 civilians have been killed. They have been appearing at hospitals, in morgues. The Israeli military have released pictures of some of the 260 bodies at a music festival. Are you really expecting us to believe that you have not killed civilians? No, we don't have killed any civilians. Uh, but I have to we say, don't have I have to tell you as a well-respected journalist. Oh, hey, Adam. Adam uh, says it's probably we good. have also to redefine what does it mean, uh, a civilian. I cannot... I registered. Oh, man, yeah. so if we had a soundbite for Shaggy that says, wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is exactly what that was. Like we we did well. I, that uh, lady that hey, was laying lifeless in the back of the truck with dude, the broke legs just, and arms and shit. Yeah, that's that's his job though. His job is to go out and lie. And what I think and a lot get of high. and what I think a lot high. of people in America <laughs> in the West, like like people who don't read stuff like Liver Eaton Johnson or know about the Indians and all the horrible stuff that humans are capable of, Americans like. Your regular old suburban American simply is takes a lot for them to believe that somebody would rape and murder and or like behead a baby. Like they they see that and they're like, that sounds too much. Do you think that they think that the picture of the girl in the back of the truck with the broken legs as it drives off and people are spitting on her? Do you think that's AI generated? I think there are people who definitely think that that was fabricated. Yeah, there are people who think that. I don't cuz I saw I saw first that they thing. thought that she was alive and she didn't look very alive. No. Dude, she had a gaping hole in the back of her head that you can see in the video. It's aw dude, it's And awful. her legs were broken. And her legs were turned every which way. She didn't breathe the entire video. Like it's obvious she's dead. And even if she's not dead, like, Jesus. There would have been some kind of movement if she wasn't dead. No, she well, was I dead. Mean, if she was completely unconscious, there might not have been. But she no, was no, not no, having a breathe. good day. Unconscious. The body doesn't lay that way. She was yeah. dead. She was yeah. dead. She had a hole in the back of her head. It's it's seen on video. But to answer your question, yes, there are people who who either won't see that video or who, if they do, will, will, won't believe it. doesn't fit into their narrative. Just no. ignore it. Pass on. Wasn't me. That's right. I'm telling you... It, People can't really conceptualize evil in super civilized places that we live because Unless they're so removed. White. They're so removed well, they from it. Find they got a of some kind. They can't see it, dude. And they need to open their eyes because that stuff's coming back. Like I said this last week when we opened the episode, you, you were told that all the savagery was going to go away because we have all this technology and we're so advanced, and that's that was a lie. That was told to you. That's not happening. That's we are who we've always been. But uh, 
I don't know. This cigar is really good, Cody. It yeah. tastes like a firecracker, but in a good way. Oh. That, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not a good oh, thing. Okay. Kind of an offshoot there. A little bit of gunpowder in it. Anyway, so... Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so what's next? Um, We were going like, to talk about prepping stuff. Like, no, I mean, like, what's next over there? Like, over what, there? what happens what's next? What's next over there is if, is Hez, it like a, if Hezbollah gets involved and launches a whole bunch of rockets, the death toll in Israel is going to go way up. By the middle of tonight, which will be tomorrow, over there tomorrow... Israel's going to be bombing the shit out of northern Gaza because that's boots why they the told everybody leave boots in the ground invasion. Um, and then if Hezbollah gets involved, then there's going to be way more people killed. And if if the Jews get backed into a corner and it looks like they're about to get pushed into the sea, they have nukes for a reason. That's literally their plan. Have you seen that? Like, there's a document of it talking yeah. about like gonna, their doctrine. Like, are they going to? It's called the Samson. Everybody, option. right? Because Samson, right? He's in the you temple. Remember the right? Bible he pulls story. the You've temple down he pulls on the himself. Down but on are they going to nuke yeah. that area, or are they going to nuke like everybody? I think just the area. Like, if we're going down, okay, then all you others safe. are coming down with Pe- us. People who are I was, very, just, I was concerned about my own. People well-being. who are very <laughs> skeptical of. The Jewish people think that they're going to nuke, like, everybody. But common sense people, no, yeah. like I think they're most enemies. of us are, they're going to nuke the middle. Like they're the gonna Holy nuke, Land. They're going to mm-hmm. nuke Mecca. They're going to nuke Damascus, Aleppo, uh, Iran. They're going to nuke all that stuff, which could happen. It could happen. And it could have wider-reaching implications, too. Yeah, if that happens, <laughs> yeah. then everybody's in. We're World War Three type. Find a culvert and hop I in. Think we're already <laughs> headed that way. Possibly. I, I just hope everything stays over there. Uh, I hope one nuke don't fly, and then they all start flying, and then we end up with the problem. Right. I've yep. played a lot of Fallout, though, so I feel like I'm very <laughs> well-equipped <laughs> to Saving handle this situation. <laughs> I've got a gas mask and everything. CBRN rated. And a safe room. That's I what we're talking about, though. I don't know if it's bomb rated. Or, or, we're talking about, about radiation or proof. It, it continues hey, I, to be another pissing match again. Uh, oil prices go up in the in the meantime. The I whole thing gets resolved. Hand. Maybe Gaza or, even goes I away, and hand. the animosity grows. But there's a ceasefire, and give it another five years, and we'll be back here again. I, I really think the most likely thing is it does stay pretty local, and some really bad stuff happens, but only happens between Hamas and Israel. And in a couple years, then maybe like life for everybody else, everywhere else, is probably pretty normal. I think that's most likely, but I definitely don't think that is worst case scenario, like what could happen. So I know we don't have any choice in this because our our political leaders are bought and paid for by every other country in the entire world. But what is everybody's thoughts on like, hey, this really, this isn't our deal. Like we have so much shit going on in the southern border and overdoses and just crime in the cities and and you name it, it everything going on but what if we take care of ourselves first that would be everybody's initial thoughts right but have you seen how much the protestant like the churches uh john haggy have you ever heard of him no the evangelicals the christians that are dead set that the that area of Jerusalem it is the land of the Jews so there is unrivaled it doesn't matter They're, they have full support 
out of Lindsey Graham, out of uh, yeah, but I'm I'm Nikki talking Haley. about like so if we can move past these people that are pieces uh, we of can't, shit, we can't because their core belief is that that land is the land of the Jews. Right, I, so I get what you're it saying. It doesn't but matter. I'm saying the U.S. Most, is gonna support Israel. No, but what I'm saying is, most people in the U.S. are sitting back, going, "Dude, this is not my fight." I don't think it's most people. I wish it was, but I don't. I don't think you're right. I think Ivan's right. There's a whole bunch of evangelical Christians, especially the boomer. Generation, well, that, you can't that tell me think, that there is a majority of the Americans that are evangelical Christians. No, but I think the majority of Americans would rather get involved than not get involved. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sucks, the reason but, that happens is because they buy they they take the bait on all the propaganda and they look like jump right into it. And it's the same thing, dude. And and I am just as guilty. But I am just as guilty because like I remember. Even when I was in high school, of course, I was following like everything that was mainstream because I was retarded and I was in high school. But it was just like, yeah, better over there than over here. And everything that they said, it was like, I'm for the war because that's what they were telling us to be for. But like looking back on it now, I'm like, all the people that fought in that are going, this is the military industrial complex. This is rich people getting rich off of conflict and they're creating conflict. So that they can get richer. Like, at what point do we find more people to get involved and to start going, okay, we're going to take care of America first. And if everybody will get a little bit more knowledgeable, and I know this is retarded, (laughs) but it's like, it's never going to happen. But that's the idea. Like, what is your thought on should we be involved? Here's my thought. These people right here. Would you be okay sitting back and watching the Holy Land fall to the Islam? Ooh. Okay, time out. So you are well, that ingrained in the Holy Land to believe that, like, that is the only... Because th- in my head, I'm going, okay, so that is historically the Holy Land, and that's where all of a lot of the Bible takes place and everything that's happened there. But I'm of a firm belief and that Jesus is everywhere. Since the beginning of time. Well, I mean, uh, crusades, it traded hands a lot yeah. between Muslims <laughs> right. and Jews. Hey, I, I'm the, of the opinion, I know that... And Christians. <laughs> yeah. the, the Catholics Pope right now, he kind of sucks. But if you guys were to get a, like a good Pope, like one that didn't suck, and he was like, okay, I'm raising an army to retake the Holy Land, I might think about it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Jesus is everywhere, and... I could give a shit less about the Holy Land if we're taking care of America and we're making American Christian lives better. My kingdom is not of this world. That that kind of that's well, what well I'm said. Saying. Here here's a poll from the Hill posted today. Sixty-five uh, percent of Americans say that the government should publicly support Israel, while only twenty-three percent say the U.S. should say or do nothing related to the conflict. Eight percent say the U.S. should criticize Israel. Israel is at war. Oh, okay. All right, play this one, I guess. Man, this is the most vanilla, elitist-looking <laughs> cocktail I've ever seen. As we wake Who's up in America jabroni? this morning, is that Lindsey Graham's dad? Yeah, Our greatest like. friend and ally is under a vicious surprise attack by Hamas, an Iranian-backed terrorist group. This attack was widespread, organized, and intended to cause mass casualties. 
We pray for the innocent lives lost and pray for the Israeli Defense Forces to land a defeating blow to the enemies of Israel. I'm with you so far. To the terrorists who have chosen this fight, hear this. What you do to Israel, God will do to you. Despite today's weeping, joy will come because he who watches over Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Our nation must stand with Israel in their absolute right to defend the Jewish homeland until the threat is no more. We demand that the Biden administration and Congress ensures at minimum that every available avenue of additional support for our Israeli allies is given without delay. We must not remain silent. For Israel's deliverance right, will enough. come. Turn okay. it off. But if we do nothing, so, that guy is so charismatic. Also, like I can't believe he could come up with that just off the cuff and not read it directly <laughs> off a teleprompter. I thought of something while watching this too, though. Also, like this is a very small area of the world. I feel like we could be organized and take care of our stuff in the United States and still huh. send support to help there. Because also, the, I mean, we've been doing great at that at Ukraine. We've we been taking we care of so much stuff at home and sending support. We haven't sent no one over there. And, we sent Malcolm and Nance, and no one's dude. No doing anything here. <laughs> like that's but, Cody, that's I'm better poor. than nuking <laughs> Russia. We sent Malcolm Nance. It was like you know what's better than sending a nuke to Russia. Malcolm, Malcolm Nance. Nance. <laughs> Have you seen that video when all the, like the missiles are flying overhead? Caliber cruise missile overhead. <laughs> He's a direction five, three. Yeah, he did develop like all of the hostage rescue training, is what I heard the other day. I heard we're in trouble if you're a hostage. (laughs) He invented it. He said on the internet. We got off. He said it on the whole internet for everyone to see. But I think we have the resources to do it, and I think they could do both ways. Just bureaucratically mismanaged. Yeah, and I just don't feel like you could let someone that can behead babies. And rape women and children, civilians, just run rampant. Should we if, kill if you have all? The way to time help. out. Should we glass every reservation in the United States? Indian reservation. Ooh, see, Ben's got a point. Like I'm, I because kind of, you're I you're locking you. into this, and they got you with that whole beheading babies and raping women deal. And I get it, and that's terrible. But the Indians did that, and we let them open casinos and rob white people. Yeah, but we kind of shut them down for a long time also. That's true. Mm-hmm. We, we did. We, we re-educated you, you them for a few. the way they live now, we took base everything from them. Except well, for the high-end the tribes. They didn't have any. Like, the, they're like, oh, the conditions on the reservation are so bad. Well, yeah, That's they always are. They're been awful, that way. But they were worse before. Yeah, but we did when shut the them on the reservation. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. they have electricity it, now. Yeah, we yeah. should have just killed them. Hey, Whoa. goodness gracious, kid. No, think about it. Like, nobody said is talking out against anybody killing Nazis. Like, it was a war no, against two people. But also, and everybody's like out against the terrorists. You also have to remember back then, <laughs> ben, how much, brother Ben giving you the take of uh, General Sherman. It's burning Atlanta down. You're like one. <laughs> yeah, but like arguing one two thousand Indian. But I mean, yeah, but the what, thing how much is, stuff thank did you, we I also am, do to the Indians? I was about to say, do you think they say could have all just died that way? You wouldn't have to feel bad about it. Say what? 
Do you think that they should have just killed them all off? That way you wouldn't feel bad about it today. Every time you see what's happening with them. I think if you're in a Man, war, your this, first goal is to win. This episode is going to get us banned. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Your first goal is to win. Nobody is crying about the Japanese lives lost in World War II. Or the German lives lost in World War II, for that matter. So why is it so much different for the Native Americans, quote unquote? We did because kind of they were painting them. with colors of the wind, and they were dancing. <laughs> we with did the not. Who, who did we invade? The Native well, Americans well, land. Okay, <laughs> we did invade. We absolutely did. Which tribe? All of them invaded them, and they and started ben, taking their lands. And they started okay, fighting back. so I would have fought back too. Like, who huh? owned I the fought land? Back too. Yes, because. If you look at this from the standpoint of logic, the Comanches, the Apache, like if we're talking the central part of America, Cody, get closer Comanches, to your mic to argue with Ben. The Apaches, <laughs> all of the Plains <laughs> tribes, close. all of the Plains tribes were competing over land. So yes. we did no more than throw our hat into the ring with it, and turns out we were better. Except for we had empathy and they did not, and we let them survive that where they were raping and murdering and pillaging and beating babies against trees and the u.s army killed a bunch of indians yeah you had to look at like I know was, we did I, you know indians, what i'm also. gonna come in and back up Real? brother ben dude i've got <laughs> we, we only started killing them ben's right look up <laughs> look up parker's raid yeah go back like, to the parker's fort in texas when they got raided that didn't hey, start wow. until they came in and they murdered everybody there. Men, women, Whoa. and children, and babies. Uh, I do believe if we was in Texas and had a fort made, we done fought our way to that point. So they was probably already stirred. Well, actually, the <laughs> funny thing is, I love the way that was said. Man, all those Jews in the Holocaust, they were really lashing out at those <laughs> no, Nazis. Uh, <laughs> so tell they me, had okay, it coming. Right now, someone invades us. They start pushing their way across. Okay, we are you going to fort here at Beaver, America? And they come in. You, you keep saying you they. To you whoever. keep saying they. So okay, what about the so the Apaches? I always knew it was going to go this way tonight. <laughs> the Apaches had this land before the Comanches. The Comanches came in, raped, murdered, and killed the shit out of them. Yeah, well, that's just amongst. That's them. just Indians. See what you're saying? Like, you're, hey, you're demonizing so, white so I think you're arguing two sides of the yeah, same coin. So did we gotta... the entire Europe forever. They all did that. And then we get on boats, come over here. You know, Find new land to it's... take over. We start American away across. You poke the bear enough, they're going to fight back. so are the Europeans, so the Europeans that are there now, hey, I are a, they... I, I want to... What about in. the Romans? I have what something about, to say. <laughs> what about the Romans? Okay. Hey, I'm going to reel this back in. I'm going to reel it back in. Cody's got a point. Ben's got, you know, arguing stuff. Do you I feel like I'm taking <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> Hold on. I do have something to say about Cody's deal. Do you know when that stopped in Europe, when all of the murdering and complete genocide to steal land and all that kind of slowed down? Christianity. About the time they started coming over here. Christianity. That's what they they still yeah, killed no. each other in wars, when, but they weren't England murdering. Take over Scotland. They weren't murdering After all of the men, women, yes. and children in every village. Like like uh, England took tribal over, warfare over Scotland. That's like seventeen hundreds, around the same time as America. I agree with you on a lot of shit, but this ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> they did yes, but they weren't. 
The English weren't going. I know that, and the French was in with the fighting the English. Yeah, but here's the deal. All that was the, the English. The English armies weren't going in. There was a lot of atrocities, bad shit that happened, but the English army wasn't rolling into a Scottish village and smashing babies' heads against trees. Were they? No. I think there's probably sure? a lot of raping yeah. going on. There was, but there I don't was know a lot that. of raping yeah. that happened. Like, I, I bet the, there's a lot of the shit way going of, on. The way of warfare for forever and ever and ever between tribe versus tribe has always been the way the Indians soldiers did Soldiers versus soldiers and No, no, no. Europe. That's the Western No, I'm saying like modern, the Western culture is soldiers versus soldiers. That's a very, very new thing in the history of the and world. That's, that's, that's the why Indians that's why really your like that. that's why our conception of warfare is different. That's why like when the when the Europeans showed up and they started fighting the Indians at the very beginning, they were absolutely flabbergasted when the Indians just murdered everyone, men, women and children, made no distinctions between combatants. Like that shocked Europeans because that's not how Europeans and and people are going to throw a fit about but this the because the Europeans were also more civilized right the indians hasn't hadn't had that culture pushed in on them so right they, so yes. you push that back another 200 years that's why they fought the way they did yeah so you're they had no they, moral are compass. you like defending yes. the things that they were doing because they weren't civilized well they weren't I can't civilized read that. But, are you saying that like well of course they were raping and murdering babies they weren't civilized like the rest of us and you don't think any of the that's why we don't mind american or now America, Especially I don't know, Europeans weren't doing the same thing to the Indians? Hey, I went through, like, first, second, and third grade, and I learned about the Thanksgiving between the Indians and the Pilgrims, and those Pilgrims were mighty nice to those Indians until they started killing us. Ben, look at those numbers. That's what. That's why we don't... Yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah. What is it? One Like, one-third... Especially on the Republican side. One-third yeah. evangelical. So the funny thing about you, all this trying to very long this whole, Indian uh, argument no, is I that mean, this is the same argument yeah, as Hamas sure. and Israel right now. Yes. Because Israelis are saying these are savages and we need to go kill them. You know, like Ben's saying right now, Ben is taking the very Israeli approach. If we had a soundbite of some sort of but I'm not saying Jewish that song, we, we would play should it. go kill them. I'm saying that if Israel wants that John Hagee is saying. God sent Hitler to put the Jews back in order and send them back to Israel. Uh, let's not play that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. That sounds racist. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I think that if someone invaded my land, I'd fight back too, but I think the Americans were better at it, yeah, and they I ultimately came out on top. Yeah. Same side, two sides, same coin. More I don't think I wouldn't I rape women could, and murder babies and I don't steal think I could, children. I don't Are think you I sure? could kill. No, I don't think I'm I could positive. kill a baby. You I'm sure? positive I couldn't kill no, a baby. No, I'm saying you couldn't, but do you think they did then? What, I don't give Indians? a shit. No. Yes. Morality no, is morality. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yes. And there the was, there was in instances. And, but I will tell you this. Because the Spanish, if you read stories of the Spanish when they came over here. Scorched earth with they, the Aztec. They raped and pillaged like crazy because they came in with I horses, think it was because they were Catholics. And they looked oh, at them and thought they were gods. <laughs> and hey, then, I will tell you this. When it came to the murder of, of like young children and infants... Almost all the time in the early Indian Wars, they had alliances with other tribes. So it wasn't like the Spanish that were fighting. It was the Spanish with Indian allies against another tribe. And almost all the time, what happened was the other tribe 
was doing a lot of the native style of warfare where they would kill children and the Europeans the, would, the Europeans I'm not saying this is okay but the Europeans what they would do is like just kind of turn their head away and be like I know that's happening well, but I'm going to allow it so that's non-discrimination that's someone's culture and you can't uh, tell them that they can't do that yeah but what I'm saying is like Cody's right there were atrocities the tonks on all were, sides the Tonks were cannibals and the Tonks were working as scouts because they hated the Comanches well, so, that, that was happening in, like, the 1880s and stuff. Too. Like, the, the Battle of Adobe Walls, right? There was a yeah. whole, like, group of scouts that were Native Americans there fighting yeah. against, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, then they would eat the Comanches that they killed. Yeah. Because that would give them, like, better warrior cases. Anyway, I'm I hear not, Cody can purify water. For It sounds like side. you are standing We're never going to get to prepping no, at all. I'm pretty sure there's bad stuff on both sides. Yes, we can all agree bad on Bad things I can on agree that that is the case. Sinful natures come out. Human nature is awful. We are, we are at our core yeah. savages. We are poor, capable, miserable sinners. Capable of exactly what you're talking about. Everybody, everybody at the table is capable of that. What I think that, no, I'm not even gonna. My, what I think that we're trying to say, what I, what I'm saying is that there are things that kind of suppress that in humanity, and the most powerful thing that suppresses it is is Christendom, is the Christian religion. Even even more than the Jewish religion, because when Christ came along, and he this is one of the biggest disagreements that Christ had with the Pharisees, was they would say, you know, they're all about the Ten Commandments and stuff, and Christ would say, okay, who's your neighbor? And the Jews are like, oh, it's the people, you know, my, my neighbors, my tribe, my Jewish people. And Jesus said, no, it's everyone. And that was the revolution. That's the revolutionary thing that makes Christianity different than Judaism. And that's why modern progressive Christians who are way, way, way removed from that in the modern world are so like ingrained with that. They're so ingrained with that idea, but they don't know they're ingrained with that idea. Because that idea also influenced enlightenment thinking, which moved into secular where we are now. So even though we have this secular Western worldview of like, oh, we don't do that because it's like a love your neighbor thing. But we don't call it that. It still goes back to to Christ, but you, you're not going to get the secular atheist people to admit that because they they won't. Yeah. But it is. You can't go back. You can't go back to the primitive tribes in America or anywhere else and not see that thing where where they're just killing each other indiscriminately. Just this kind of, I don't know, bored, like, don't care about the morality like we do. Like. It, when they killed like children, it wasn't Stealing. like, oh my gosh, they killed. It was like, yeah, that's well, they, that's what we do. Well, he, hey, so well, they, they didn't kill all torture this guy to death. They don't yeah. steal. They don't kill all children. They steal the children that they can fetch a price for. Yeah, slavery. But babies they can't travel with, so they beat their heads against. You're a talking tree. about Comanches again. Well, that's. I mean, that was that wasn't just. Comanches. We're close to the Comanches. I right think here. that all this has to say with maybe you should you know, get you some of your own supplies prepared. in order. <laughs> yeah, talk let's about talk prepping. about Sawyer hey, Squeeze. Adam, what? Uh, how long are we into this thing? We are fifty-one minutes. Away. Oh, we're doing the great. night is young, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't think this was going to be a long episode, man. Yeah. There are people upset. Might as well make it long. They turned it off at this point. (laughs) This information's falling on deaf ears. (laughs)
But well, anyway, I mean, why would they get be your best <laughs> podcast yet? If you if you survived the it's always sunny in Philadelphia level of crazy yelling over talking argument we had just now, let's talk about prepping a little bit. Um, Cody, we all hear you know a lot about water. Hey, so real quick, I what I think beer. would be kind of cool is to hear some of Cody's experiences. To like, because I mean, like the man is very involved in hunting. He has some real world experience doing some of these things. Like this is why you should listen to Cody like when, he, when he suggests this. Joe stuff. Rogan. <laughs> they gave me shit about water, but water is number one. You can go a long time without food, but you will die quickly without water. Yes, sir. Uh, listen to y'all's other podcast. Long term wise, kind of agree for the most part. Uh, I think if you have city water, you could probably skip the bleach. It's already got yeah. it in it. Yeah, but uh. Maybe instead of like jugs, do like get you some plastic fifty-five gallon barrels. You get you get three of those. I don't know. I have to do the math of how that is, but that's a lot I know of water. for me, mm-hmm. comfortably three liters a day. Moderate activity is plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you do not have a big water supply and you might have to be digging out of a pond, get you a water purifier. Don't look at filters, because filters, this filter out what you can see. Purifiers filter out your bacteria. So make sure it's a purifier, too. There's all sorts of kinds. Uh, What do you think about, like, treatment versus the super, like, the purifiers that are, like, the physical process of it? uh, I carry treatments. I got aqua tabs that I carry with me when I hunt and stuff, because they're just in a small little kind of like your little aspirin individual wrap uh little pill size deals super light they're cheap they're like three dollars for 30 of them uh i probably have some in my bag actually i know i do that'd be great uh, to see hold on i'll grab some all right cody Show us your hunting bag. Your kafaru. Yeah, show us the whole pack. I think that that'd be interesting to Cody's, see. Cody's There's a lot rich, of people that don't know anything so about this. So <laughs> Cody is very wealthy, so he has a kafaru pack. I am not very wealthy. What's some other brands you would recommend? Uh, I had a Mystery Ranch before this. I love it. Uh, Why'd you get rid of it for the kafaru? I actually still have it. Uh, the only issue I ran into with it is when you are packed for say 10 days in the mountains and you're weighing 45 ish pounds and you go hike eight ten miles that sucks the uh waist belt on it is kind of thin and it made my hips sore my brother he still runs a mystery ranch gets along plumb fine with it uh so at the and packs they're kind of each person some fit better mm-hmm. uh mystery ranch uh Emberstock makes some good ones. Uh, what do you think about dipping in the military world like Alice or Malice packs? Kafaru like, actually makes them for the for military. military. They have Same a military with Mystery contract. Ranch early stock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Kafaru is veteran owned. No, it is not. It's not? No. He's, he's, he's a South one, African, or, isn't he? he or Zimbabwean? I think he was in. A Rhodesian, probably. Maybe the military for a little bit, but it's like boot camp. But. Kafaru is 100% American made. It's an African Every, family, though. Well, it's a family Cody from Africa that moved over. Aaron, Aaron Snyder? So. No, it's Aaron Snyder. He's as I white think, as you can get. He almost looks like a Nazi. That's what I mean. I think South that that Africans family came from South Africa. I don't know. He's from Colorado. He's 100% American. 
He's. If I you do see want him, to point out. He actually bought this company from the guy that the guy that had Kafaru partnered with the guy that done, does Mystery Ranch. Why'd he name it something so African? That is the original owner named it Kafaru. And I okay. think he named it, they have a rhino on there, and they make their bags tough. Like Aaron, when he is designing like this frame, and not this bag, uh, but some of his other bags, instead of carrying his bag down the mountain, he just pushed it off the mountain. <laughs> and he figured it better survive. And that's how he kind of, like, this bag has a lifetime warranty. If I break Tenderizes the, the meat. Or anything in it, uh, they will replace it for free. Is it a soft frame or like a hard frame? No, it's... It's an interior it's hard frame. frame? No, it's external. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This is pops off here. And this oh, here is just the frame. okay. And the bag attaches to it. But it is 100% American made, made by Americans with American sewing machines, needles, thread, as American Blood, as sweat, and tears. Yes. Which would be 100% American-made. No. You have to be careful with 100% American-made because a lot of companies put 100% American-made. They're lying. And they use Chinese needles and Chinese sewing machines. Only like I just know I'm not using Portland needles. of something has to be like made in America or maybe even disassembled. To get the label. See, that's to be, a lie. Get, to get, be American-made. We shouldn't have that mm-hmm. role. Uh, Everly Stock, all their stuff's made in Vietnam. I yes. do want to say, and Cody see, Aaron said... Aaron Sider got into it with that guy because he didn't have a problem with them. But the Ember Stock guy for that rifles cavern you was talking about in your bag, he has a patent on that, that if any sort of way you can carry a gun on a bag, you're infringing on his patent. Wow, that sounds and like Kifaru bullshit. And made a gun bear is what they called it, but it's basically the butt's attaches or this little deal attached to your waist belt and the stock that sits in it and so you can carry your gun and then it has like a strap that hooks it to the bag and uh he they designed that and Ember stock suit them hmm. and so then that's that's how i found out how much it actually makes to be american made because ember stock used to put american made on their stuff and aaron did bash them but uh it is a burly stock if you want to hear ember stock and that Aaron Snyder, he uh, he's a big-time outdoorsman hunter. Uh, he spends less now. He probably spends 150 days a year out, uh, out of the backpack. But he used to spend like 250 days a year out in the mountains. And, like, if you want to know something about survival. He's the guy, huh? He, he has a podcast. It's called Kafaru Cast. Uh he uh, well, he had, carries a lot of information. Cody's really shooting for but, that uh, patch. Mike is really in the here. Way. There we go. Are those are your water purification tabs? tabs. Yeah, there. But there's a one. Two, I want to interrupt for a second. One, two, Cody three, did four, mention five. that he was Just donating that, his pack bills. for a raffle um, <laughs> <Huh>? to send <laughs> all proceeds <laughs> to Israel. Negative. <laughs> Not not that pack. <laughs> the other half? The Where other going, pack Adam? that we were talking about. <laughs> My mystery ranch? <laughs> the mystery ranch will be donated for a raffle, and all so, proceeds will go to Israel. I see you have some duct tape on there. Is that yeah. for storage, right? To Yeah, just to carry it around. Right, that way you have it. Duct tape there. Uh, it's easier to carry it around a bottle or something. I think in my bino pack, I have a small Bic lighter mm-hmm. that has a... Uh, 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 
while you're thinking of that, is I that feel a like a bottle of hydrocodone in case you break a limb. You missed no. it. That was the... it. Just no, that's his water right. tablets. Yeah, it's got my water tablets um, and uh, ibuprofen. But um, to to mention this in the case of like preparing your pack. Oh, and tenacious tape. So if I need to patch a tent or my sleeping pad. The reason he wraps that tape around the bottle is because it's a lot easier to pack tape that way than it is to grab the roll and throw it in your bag. Right, because you're already going to have that bottle anyway, so it's an extra half inch on the outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of taking it back to some Jeremiah Johnson stuff, but uh, another I don't think he had tape. Another frontiersman was uh, Tom Horn, and he used to just sleep with his wool uh, saddle. Socks? uh, His saddle Saddle and his saddle blanket. That's all he took out. Mm -hmm. Back in the old days, so, he co- lived with the Apache. Though he probably wasn't staying in the up it in the mountains. Was super cold. Yeah. 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 What's your opinion on? So I th- I think that this is a, that something South that a Texas. lot of people get caught up on. They see uh, like survival, and they'll get like a flint and a steel and magnesium and all this different stuff. Like we live in the modern times. Why not just throw a lighter? Pack in? a big lighter. I, I mean, it probably doesn't hurt to know how to start a yeah. fire with flint and magnesium. But why not just throw in a lighter? Dude, I will I say have... starting a fire with a bow and drill is one of the greatest feelings. In the I world. have three lighters in this bag. Bic lighters, and they say mm-hmm. they don't work if they get wet. They I can do. dip this in the water, blow on it, and it will make a spark right. and a flame. And you know what I learned? For some in... reason, I burned through three, these lighters. three lighters and then the lighter in my bino pack. I do have a small flint and steel. I bring in it to your... pyro putty. Yeah. Ah. This stuff, you can make. Uh, cotton balls with your Vaseline. That's or what I always do. They work awesome. This stuff, I feel like, has like almost a little bit of lighter fluid in or something because it lights even easier. It's a little, it's hard. Like you can see, it's oh, right. chunky. Yeah. But when you pull it, it pulls real fibrous, oh, and you get okay. even oh, a yeah. spark off yeah, your big lighter in that. Oh, you don't even Careful have to now. flame it up. Huh? Hey, it will light. Yeah. Yeah. Do not uh, get that close burn. to your cigar. Yeah. We don't need It'll a fire. <laughs> it, it ain't like a. Com- Big you know, it's good like thing that he's the, wearing a Forgan Fire Department hat. For about 15 to 20 minutes, it's a little pinch of it. Wow. So yeah, the Vaseline take, goes out a lot quicker yeah, than that. You can take wet wood. Like uh, this last year while I was hunting, it rained on us for six days. That's like a lot of wet wood. freaking downpour. We did a lot of drying out boots and stuff. And uh, I was able to make a fire every day a lot With of it i was having to, putty yeah because it dry out the wood it burn long enough to, to split them to get the dry side but i was able to easily 10 minutes have a rolling white man fire yeah if you're in a if you're in a pinch and you don't have this stuff another thing is that works is like you take a strip of cardboard and like about that thick and make you a strip about that and roll it into a cylinder Put it in a little can of snuff or something and pour wax in it almost up to the top of the cardboard, but not all the way. You light that. That's a that's a good fire starter. That yeah. burns for probably 20, 30 minutes. Like a candle, huh? Yeah. You can make you, candles that way, too, yeah. with just a piece of cardboard and, and wax in a little snuff can. One thing super handy. A saw. A saw. Get you one yeah. of these saws. They are Outdoor Edge. I think it's got a name. Grissaw. They're about 20 bucks. This thing weighs absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, that's nothing to throw uh, you in. You can cut down whatever you need. It's got a little safety on the side there. Yeah. As far as fire starters I like go, I'll let you show them. Um, Camera's on you. When we say Vaseline cotton balls, that's literally just cotton balls coated in Vaseline yes. shoved into a Ziploc bag. Like, yes. 
those are incredibly <laughs> nice if you don't have anything else. Um, so that is something that you can pass. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most important lesson I learned from Wilderness Survival, which me and Ben both took in college, was not so much how to start a fire with a bow and drill, which we learned. Haggard most said I was way better at it. The most important thing I learned was carry three or four lighters because you don't want to have to try to start a fire with a bow and drill. And act like a crackhead at your local loves or convenience store and sit there and play with those and uh, just to make sure they work good. And a big lighter that works is always going to work. Altitude and all. Uh, took a guy hunting with us this last year and he went to Cabela's or Bass Pro they had these fancy survival lighters, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, he bought like a five pack of them. Worked all right. He thought he tried a couple while he was in Colorado Springs, and they lit. He said there wasn't nothing fancy. He just thought it was a lighter. He got up there to ten thousand five hundred feet with us. Not lighting. That guy didn't have a lighter the entire time we was there. Every morning we'd be leaving to go, and he'd be like, "Hey, can I borrow a lighter so I can make coffee?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. What, what do you think of like you think a jet somebody boils? would just volunteer water, uh, to make water coffee and for fire? Everybody. Yes, it, like you don't realize how important water and fire yeah. are you until can, you don't have yes. them. And light, a flashlight, like yes. water, fire, and light. If you don't understand how important those They're are, it's because headlights. you live in I carry a modern world. Two with me. I'm not gonna dig that one out. But. I have these like black diamonds. Headlamps. Headlamps are Wait, yeah. handy, handy, handy. They have, have a lock on, on them. them. I didn't have it locked. That way, it don't turn on your bag. They have a uh, lock on them. You yeah. should use the yeah, lock. Yeah, you should use the lock. But that way, they don't turn on your bag. This thing will run probably ten hours on a set of batteries. I carry a spare set of batteries, and I also have a extra headlamp, just See, in case, because you do not want to be in the dark. No, no. I have a mm. cheap one, and I just don't carry the batteries in it. So if you have a flashlight or a headlamp or something that doesn't have a lock switch, hey, your uh, filters, batteries Cody. in it. Huh? Filters. Yeah, your squeeze filters. Yeah, your Sawyer squeeze. We need to see the Sawyer squeeze. Sawyer squeeze, awesome filter. I don't know. They do thousands of gallons of water. So Cody is saying avoid life straws and go with the Sawyer squeeze. Well, right? yeah, and bleach. I, I wouldn't. Bleach is... I mean, your city water's got bleach in it, so you can right. But for storage wise, I'd use bleach. Uh uh-huh. Outside wise, like if you're going somewhere, <laughs> I'm not going to carry bleach with me. No. If no, say, we're talking about it. And you're a foot, or even if you're not a foot, but you just don't have a water supply somewhere, or you're having to get out of a water tank or something. Uh, filter 100%. I do. They're cheap. They're 20 bucks. Do thousands of gallons. Don't let it freeze. There's instructions on the bag of what to do when you're not using it for a long period of time. I don't think he realized he was going to do a how-to on Sawyer Squeeze. How'd you, but, uh, how would you recommend minimizing uh, the frozen factor when you're out in the field? Uh, if it's freezing during the day, I'd just put it in your pocket at night. Keep it close to uh, your body. When I'm hunting, normally, I mean, shit, this year it never got super cold. The two years before, we'd get down to like 20 degrees at night. I'd uh, just throw it in the foot box in my sleeping bag with me, and I never... I've had this one for three years, and it works perfectly fine. Uh, there's tons of different options of water filter purifiers. Just make sure when you get one, get one that says purifier also. 
uh, filter and purifier are not the same thing. Which I yes. did notice that the the link that you sent me it did not say purifier on there, but it did say kills ninety nine point nine nine percent of bacteria or whatever. Yeah, on it almost purifies it. Yeah, I think they do that. <laughs> it's kind of like condoms, like latex don't hey. leak, but. Hey, you can get you so can get pregnant to throw that if you were if you were in one of those you can you can get a get your wife pregnant it can't happen <laughs> something so the out next, of the ordinary happened. the next thing <clears throat> that we're moving towards um, I don't know somebody hey, take over hey, I saw, just, I you saw that uh, Berkey filters and stuff. <laughs> the, the EPA what? Berkey filters EPA started regulating them because they said it kills so much bacteria right so the EPA said oh well if you're killing living organisms that's a pesticide we're gonna regulate you. Oh, so really? see that I think it may be part of why they're not including that on the packaging. Maybe because if it, even Wait. though it's a water filter, if Thank it says it's going to kill ninety nine point nine nine nine, yeah, like, they're saying it's killing a living organism, so it's a it's a pesticide, and because it's a pesticide, we're going to regulate your water filter to the standards of Monsanto and Bayer and whatever. It's because the lizards want you to so die. Berkey like how filters, many more nines? Yeah. Like. How many more nines do you have to avoid not to be a pest? I don't think that's the issue, just saying that it'll kill bacteria, which is a living organism. So even right. if you yeah, say it'll kill some of the bacteria. This one says 99.999% of bacteria. Well, maybe they're next on the chopping block, but Berkey's been having issues. Right now, they haven't been able to ship any filters anywhere because they're fighting the EPA on that right now. Ooh, shipments. That's what we were talking about earlier. What about the ammo. shipments of ammo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lake City, the biggest ammo man. Are they the biggest? They're one of the biggest. Lake City if not is the biggest. like the arsenal for the U.S. government. Well, Fiocchi, yeah, I like guess, makes some. All of your M193s. Yeah. And yeah. They make a ton of ammo. They ceased all civilian sales. All so commercial sales are complete. M80, 762 by Ammo is about to. And why would they, like, once again, we're talking about what might happen. Why would they do that? It means that there's some very high level ammo. people. Are very worried about running out of it's ammo for the military. It's probably the Obama administration. Uh, threatened. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, are panicking because we've done sent a crap ton uh, of resources to Ukraine. to Ukraine, and all of a sudden this happens. And and we're like, well, what about oh, the resources shit. we sent to the Taliban? <laughs> no, we just no, we gave. just left them. Yeah. Sent, gave. Yeah, we yeah. just left. contributed. Those are in Iran. A lot of that's in Iran now. Well, yeah, no, it's, all it's over. not in Iran. I'm a lot sure of it is in Iran. It's in Hamas's at, uh, hands. Dude, the Taliban right don't know how to fly those helicopters. Who do you think is giving Hamas their weapons? Iran, but I'm telling you, like... What weapons Hamas, do you... I saw pictures. They looked Hamas like Daniel and the Taliban. M18s. Yeah, but Hamas and the Taliban don't know how to fly those helicopters we left. I just want Mohammed to hook me up with a set of PBS 14s. Yeah. Not really, because that, that would violate ITAR. I'm not serious. Five sets of NVGs. I've just been going out at night and standing in the darkness. That's not going to work. And hoping, like, I think it's working. Work. Next year, you're going to start I, shooting yourself with a BB gun and work yourself Saturday, up to 22s to build a resistance went, to bullets? Maybe. That's on Saturday, idea. I went uh, bow hunting, but really, I just walked out while it was still dark about a mile from the house and just sat in the darkness, and I, th I think it's working. And he didn't so. see his cat follow My him cat all the way from the house, <laughs> yeah. so it's not working. And almost got eaten by a coyote. I found him up a tree You on the are way the back. worst 1,000th Indian Ever, if you did not know that cat was following hey, you, it's dude, two fifty six. You don't know if a cat is sneaking up on you. One oh. two, more than Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Way more than Elizabeth I am Warren. More Indian than Elizabeth. And Warren. I tell you what, a cat. Make is it the, a T-shirt, dude. Cats are the quietest. 
predators out there. In fact, I sat down. I was in the pitch dark, right? This is it. I don't know. It is six, a black cat. 5.36 a.m. I'm sitting there. And very close to me, the cat meowed and meowed really loud. And I was a mile from the house, so my brain said Mountain it was lion. a bobcat. Like, <laughs> a bobcat. I was like, ah! <laughs> I, I pointed my pistol at the cat. He is be the first <laughs> confirmed death by bobcat <laughs> in County. Ever. <laughs> I was going to put up a fight. <clears throat> but well, the cat meowed, and then like 20 seconds later, there was a coyote from like me to the end of the room that was like, hey, what's going on over here, guys? <laughs> Well, on the ammo train, though, uh, so SG Ammo, they're a big uh, distributor of ammo, right? So they get in shipments from Lake City, Fioki, uh, IMI, whatever, and then they'll send it to uh, everyone else. Well, they put out a statement on their website. They said that over the weekend they got 12,000 orders. No, I mean, okay. Canceled? No, new no, no. orders. But to put that into perspective, right, because like, it's just a number. So but- SG Ammo has already basically procured the ammo that they were going to sell. So this right, yeah. isn't... This doesn't get jank, uh, yanked off the market. No, no, no. But it's like already been sold. Lake City. No, Lake he's saying they already sold. He's so they, they, they got, got 12,000 the orders. orders, right? But, but what to... I'm saying is like... Just listen to what Hunter's saying. Time out. If, if I place an order <laughs> today with SG Ammo, it's not going to be Lake City. Like they're, they're they sold out of it. They don't have any more Lake City. It's already ammo. been committed, yeah. yeah. And there will not be any more Lake City because those are canceled. Yeah. Because yeah. right. it's so, going to, to the Ben's military. Point, yeah. But anyway, so they said... And to a put, Hornady plant. Right, but to today. put the SG ammo into perspective, this twelve thousand orders are going to be working their full staff overtime, and it's going to take five days to just get out what was ordered over the weekend, right? Because usually, like your ammo ships same day, this is going to take five days of overtime work to get caught up. That's Hope insane you got volumes. Your shit when we told you to, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Hornady ammo plant, yes, yeah, caught fire. Did caught you fire not blew get up today. Your shit? <laughs> Ivan was gonna order ammo this week, and he's sitting over here sweating. You bullets. missed the bus, buddy. Hey, you might. <laughs> you might be able to get some throwing knives. I'll send you a link, Ivan. You better hurry up and write hey, up to liberal. Do you want to call Dylan? I told him we would call him in on the episode. Call him. Let's that was do a great time. Who are we calling? Dylan. I told Dylan oh. I was gonna. We're gonna try a call in just to see. While if you're doing call in, Ivan like needs to see if he here. can buy some throwing knives. If y'all are gonna keep having Ben on here. We need to get a sound bite for every time he says timeout. <laughs> now I have a timeout jar. Hey, Put a dollar in. Well, Adam, can you pick a sound bite for that, I please? Like Which one is timeout? There's like three left in stock. Order right now as we're sitting here. Fill your hand, you son of a bitch. I'm sitting here. Close enough. Or do you want me to give him a lame one? I already got it saved. This is the place we order in. Ivan, what Bluetooth do we need to turn off so that I can get on the Roadcaster? Is it the computer? Why don't you no, no, no. Ivan... What I'm saying is it won't let me connect. It says connected. He needs to disconnect from the... Your... He needs to disconnect from Have him the... call Dylan. No, it's not that one. If you give me a total, I got cash right now. I just hey, you, Link. Later. We're in the middle of the episode. We're trying to do the... It won't let me connect, so... That's okay. a legal sale. All right. We are connected, and... Is it going to stay connected? That's good stuff. All right, let's try this. I will tell you this right now. I've called him many times, and he, it's hard to get a hold of him. Let's see. Let's see how it works. I think he did say that he was going to throw his phone away for this weekend. Yeah, he did say that. I like how it's in my... This is fun. It is loud. 
He's not going to answer, dude. He's with family right now. We'll Our call has been forwarded. Voice message system 5803340960 is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Party episode. Dylan Hilton, you are on the Capo podcast, and there's been a request by Ivan Navarez to borrow some throwing knives because he failed to buy ammo when ammo was still available. Thank you. All right. That was fun. So it works, but he didn't answer. Who else could we call? We don't need to call anybody else. We need to focus back on what we're talking about. Which was what? We were talking about the ammo shortage. You should get ammo if you haven't got ammo already. See if you can find some and get it bought. All right, Adam, I'm Um, going to disconnect so you can reconnect whatever you were connected. I know we talked about rifles last time we were here. Do you have Um, opinions? I do have opinions. But now they are shot to shit because IWI Zions are sold out. Really hard to find. Um, so now my opinion Hey, I want to make are, Kevin mad. Buy a saber. Buy a Palmetto <coughs> saber. Why is Kevin Palmetto's had that? some QC issues recently? Palmetto's had so some Kevin's issues. not a fan of Kevin has had some really bad luck with Palmetto. He's bought like it's, seven AKs and, and seven out of seven well, have not so, been non functional. So well, your Palmetto was bad too, wasn't it? I had one that was a, it musket, was a musket, but they fixed it. Okay. So, so if you, if you get a good Palmetto AR, not AK, if you get a good Palmetto AR, it'll function. It's a good rifle. Well, but if you I get a dud, feel it's like, a dud. I feel like their Saber line has had better luck. It's still the same QC line that's good. You just, okay, quality parts many, do not a quality rifle make. So you how have many, to have good QC. How many QC issues have you seen come through with the Saber? The saber, okay. There's that famous guy. So, that's... so there's a there's an Instagram page called AK Quality Enforcement, right? So it originally started because Kalashnikov USA was putting out some some crap products, and he's holding their feet to the fire and be like, guys, like, you got to get your. I mean, you're like trying to raise awareness, social media awareness. Anyway, and it's kind of turned into just an overarching gun industry, uh, hold their feet to the fire, and so people will send him stuff all the time that he's getting in. And he hadn't posted them yet, but he's been getting quite a few complaints recently about sabers. There's also a review the other day, Brass Facts. He's a pretty well-known YouTuber, big in, I mean, reviewer or whatever. And he had a 10.5, and it was so overgassed that he couldn't even suppress it. I, I mean, like, what Shadsy. are your thoughts on the <laughs> I trust Twitter personality, Shadzy? I trust Shadzy. Whatever his That's name it. Is. Hey, and like I said, if you get he a solid rifle, if you get a solid rifle, it's a solid rifle. I don't know how rifle. long they are. But he's put a crap ton of rounds through him. Fifty five hundred is what he's at right now. Yeah, yeah. If you get a solid rifle, it is a solid rifle. But if so, you get a dud, what are some other, good are some other options though? Because we talked about Palmetto and we well, talked so about. So here's the other thing: Palmetto State is pretty good radical. about no. Their... Do not buy a radical. <laughs> do not buy a radical. Palmetto State's pretty good about their quality control issues and resolving the issue, correct? Most of the time. Diamondbacks, all right. Cody, what do you think about Diamondback firearms? I've messed with two of them. I think they're good for the money. For the money, it'll get you into a rifle. I haven't seen one malfunction. They could be smoother. But over time, if you bought one, they're, what, $400? You buy one, and... You put another bolt carrier group, maybe a buffer and spring in, different trigger. 
I think they'll be right up there with any other one. Dude, my favorite Diamondback. That's a lot you have I to do. And we're not talking to people That's, that are putting a trigger in but a I had, That is very Because a drop-in trigger on an AR, my three-year-old could probably throw one in. Yeah, well, yeah okay, a drop-in <laughs> trigger. But I, I had a like, but I had a Diamondback 380. It's the smallest gun I ever had, and I used to work in a place where you weren't supposed to carry. That was my underwear gun. I used. I had a little thing set up where I would tuck it into my underwear. Anyway, so or one thing I will say is the main M&P 15s a decent one. Decent, That's in the sporter decent. class that we talked about last time. The Saint is. I mean, yeah, I would look at some right. of the others get, first. I would but, get an M&P 15 before I got a Saint. Yeah, M&P 15 is one that I've constantly seen mm-hmm. a lot of people comment and say yeah. this is a very very vanilla gun but it is but it very runs. quality and it's gonna yep. run remington's are or uh, ruger's ruger ruger's are pretty good and that's they're, they're really accurate ruger. like ruger's yeah. have pretty good accuracy from yeah. what i've heard i was sighting in um, one of our friend's rifles that was a ruger the other day and it, it was pretty top I, I know i was banging 300 yards repeatedly just yeah. nothing i know hunter hates proprietary parts but the six hour tread i have not seen very many negative solid complaints. rifle Outside of its proprietary parts, and you can't get like you can't just yeah. interchange a bunch of stuff right. for them. Yeah. But the trigger, um, the muzzle device, a lot of things you can interchange. Right. Nobody saw this with me, but a cat just walked by and peeked in and left. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or if you want to Sam save a little bit more it. money, <laughs> so Mike Mikulski, the owner of Sons of Liberty Gunworks, he says over the last nine to ten years, we've armed tens of thousands of Americans who care about this country, their personal security, and the security of their families and communities. If today extremists want to put that to the test, so be it. Our warranty department is standing by. America. So, Wait, so that's okay. but you're talking you're talking about like a fifteen hundred dollar. Right, but I plus. just I thought that that was a pretty cool because okay, Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Say you use your AR to defend your home, the police are going to confiscate it. It's going to go to your evidence locker. They're going to send you. You reach out to one. Sons of Liberty Gunworks. They will send you a new rifle. That is pretty cool. That's yeah. But you're, do you get to keep the new rifle if they give your gun back? Yes. No, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. But you. He you, said no. He said yes, <laughs> and then he said I don't know. You we made don't know. Maybe. We'll get That's to maybe. Happen, but man. they will warranty your barrel, your bolt carrier. Say you shoot right. enough rounds to shoot out your barrel. They will send you a new barrel. What other company yeah. does that? That's why you Because a barrel is a wear item that you just... That That's why you want to buy a really cheap Vortex mm-hmm. scope instead of like a $2,000 scope that Hunter wants you to buy. How, buy good, a is cheap a, how good is Wait, a warranty if there's no Vortex to send <laughs> it back to $2,000 scope? Hunter was saying you need to spend as much on your scope as you do on your rifle. And generally like a rule of thumb. I know it is generally a rule of thumb. Listen to that. I'll throw in. Uh, don't I don't say Arkin. It Arkin. <laughs> I knew he was gonna uh, say it. I had I was gonna buy a loophole, and a buddy of mine t- told me he's like, "Look at Arkins. I bought one. I read some a reviews after you sent that to me. Getting Arkins around here, and." Uh, Man, for the money, you can't beat. And from the reviews I've seen, these people like beat the shit out of them. Hook well, them up I think and the put biggest them on a grid pattern, and they track tracks. back to zero. Track everywhere on that grid, one hundred percent. I have my so own rule. You sent me a picture of one of those, rules. and I looked it up too because I was like, ah, I've never heard of them. I don't and, believe and it, but I looked it up. Them to and, Night yeah. Force, and they put them side by side with Night Force. Dude, so the thing my that worries called me. the same rule is spend at least half. The money you spend on your rifle on an object. That's not. You know, Hunter, be okay. So you can't blame Hunter for that. Hey, Dylan's calling in. Should we pick it up? Yeah. Well, I don't have my Bluetooth on anymore. Uh, hey, stand by for a second. You can't blame Hunter because Hunter does send out the primary arms SLX, and that is nowhere near that is a double optic the optic and a good option price. 
and that is a good optic Standby. price. One thing I'll say about Arc and, and like all optics is you can't just say like Vortex is great okay, or can you hear six hours great. Levels. It depends on what scope or what you buy. What's your purpose? Flip through them. Hey, are you on? Like I've got a Vortex Razor, and you can't tell me Vortexes are bad. That is, I own a Razor. It's, it's seen like, military ah, service. I, I can't either. hear him. We have him on not. Bluetooth, but I can't hear him. It's okay. It's not that big a deal. It is connected to the Roadcaster, though. Dylan, and you had uh, a you lot of bad luck with the diamond. I know back, how right? you are with your mm-hmm. phone. The Vortex diamond. It's too back? late now. I had issues. Yeah, twice. Three times. Hey, See, don't worry about it. Mine has been full tr- the third time. Yeah. Mine no, has no. been foolproof, and I dropped that thing twice, like right on top of the scope. And the stuff I see on Facebook, like people are like super anti vortex. Like you're either with them or against, or them. against and them. And there's a lot of people that had experiences with them that I've had. And they're like, yeah, you have a warranty, and it's a good thing that. because you have to send it back 14 times. You know what? Well, <laughs> I just send a razor back once, I would like but to say, my Viper's been great. I have never heard of these optics that uh, Cody is showing they, me. Uh, but I 100% support them, and I'm going to say... Uh, Military-owned. Cody's right. Hunter's wrong. Just buy an Arkin. No, I, I said Arkin's good stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Hey, there it goes. They, they are heavy. All right, I will go. tell you, they are heavy. Hello. There he is. That's Dylan Hilton, you're on the Capo Podcast. We, we've we been trying to connect with you. What's up, guys? Um, Ivan needs to talk to you about some throwing knives because he did not buy I knew those would come week. in handy. Yeah. So uh, Ivan is needing, I don't know, three to five throwing knives because of all the, the he didn't ammo buy shortage. Bullets. He didn't buy any bullets. And now he's trying to so, buy bullets, and they're not bullets. Have you, uh, Sam, what about the ones you stole from me? Uh, I think that's just the one. Have you offered those up? You know what? I feel like just one. I feel like the Bowie knife that I found in my pickup today, I really kind of owe to you since we lost that throwing knife when you came to my house. Stolen. And you've been uh, accusing me of stealing it this whole time. I have a Bowie knife for you. When it's you a Jack Hawk I really wasn't accusing you of it. I was I was just calling you out on it. <laughs> well, hey, I tell you what, when you come to work Monday and we work on all these bids, uh, I have a like a twelve to fourteen inch Bowie knife that I found in my pickup. Wow. I'm gonna give it to you because I felt like it was an omen. Very nice. And the omen is a it's a it's your <laughs> scalping knife. Because you need a scalping knife. Everybody needs a scalping all knife. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. Hey, so is, are we, is uh, Mike there? Is there an ammo shortage? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ivan, do you want to talk to Mike? Yeah. <laughs> here. Right here. Hey, give him is this a live podcast? Yeah, that, well, I mean, it's, li- it's live for us. It's live recording. It's live recording. And it will be aired in the same way it's presented. Do you? I'm actually standing right beside Tim or... Mike, as Ivan likes to call him. Tim, did you enjoy the, the super cut I made of the episode where I made it sound like you wanted New York to be wiped off the face of the earth? By gay rats. By gay rats. I didn't hear that. Like, no. I didn't see that. I will show him. You need to show him that because that was, a, that was a good clip we put together of the gay rats. Maybe this was the one my father did my... My father-in-law called me about it. 
thought it was Bobcat. Oh, did he? Yeah. He thought it was good. He thought Sam was a little rogue, but... Man, um, you are going to really like this week's episode, because if you think I'm rogue, Ben went completely off the reservation, and we're going to get canceled this week. I went anti What have y'all been talking about? Ben went on a genocidal rant against Native Americans that's probably going to get us taken off the air. Well. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, the first goal is to win the fight. That's right. Win the fight was Ben's point. That's all um, the Indians were doing. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Cody also has a point. But anyway, I'm glad to know that the phone system works because now we can start having like people call in. I think this is going to be good. Not that we didn't want you to call. That's what we need is some calling show. It is. I think we need a live. We need to start doing like a live stream and call-ins. I think that could really take us to the next level. Great. If you get a call-in number, let me know what that is. I'd like to pass it around. It'll probably be my cell phone number, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Do I need to look it up for you real quick and tell you? <laughs> I'm just glad to have Tim back on, at least on the phone, for just a couple seconds, because he really boosted our numbers on listens for that episode. Yeah, that or you, really Dylan. I'm guessing it was Tim. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> well. Uh, did we have... Um, what else have y'all been talking about tonight? Ah, uh, just current events. Do you guys have any, uh, what, what do you want to, you have any questions or any statements you would like to make? What's, uh, what's the newest take today? Uh, the newest take is, will probably be in the middle of World War Three by middle of next week. It's a day of mild one. terror. Yeah, the, the day of jihad was kind of a letdown, but ARs and all the stuff that they were talking about. Like they're they're vast so that was a good episode. Like that was pretty informative. Which one? Water about the type of oh, guns you should consider. Water, food, friends, and guns. Hey, really put out a really. If you fast forward this episode until about one hour, we get back into that. But the first hour is a is a complete train wreck, but it's fun. Very informative. <laughs> Liver eating Johnson. Liver eating Johnson. That's good. But, That's great. All right. Well, we're going to get back to it. We're glad the phone works. I hope you guys have a great evening. Y'all have a great evening. Y'all you do the same. Bye. See ya. Hey, the phone system works. Now we can do call-ins. We just got to figure out who our on-the-phone guest is going to be next week. Give Kevin a holler. We got all kinds of call Kevin. Ask all him kinds about of his plights with Palmetto State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think we just need Man. to let one person talk. That was a lot of. They were trying to talk about some things, and then we weren't letting them. No, no. This has been a train wreck. Learning but I've had experience. A great time. Yes, we need to uh, uh, practice better microphone etiquette, boys. Are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I think the producer just did a bad job about muting everybody else's microphones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Get good better, job, Good job, Adam. Adam. Uh, get better. He's back there flirting with some girl from Spain. Give him a break, dude. Got a thousand on the way? How's she doing, Adam? Is she doing all right back there? I hope she listens to the episode. Do you episode. think that we could get like a customer service rep from Palmetto State to debate Kevin about Palmetto Dude, State? Kevin's awesome. got seven rifles that have failed on him. And Are of they those, all AKs? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, there's sorry, his first AKs. mistake. But several Kevin, don't buy AKs. Dude, Kevin's an AK guy. And <laughs> Kevin's I got now, some solid AKs. I'm aware. an AK guy after I bought my SIG 556R. That's not an AK, though. It kind of is, though. But so, it's not. So tell me what makes an AK so much better. Dude, they're just funner to shoot. I, I've never to be shot honest. one. Whatever they're, part they're of the world you live in. Hey, right? They're, Hunter, they're more fun to shoot. They the have fact different that appeal. the accuracy is down, the bullet is bigger, so the accuracy isn't isn't as down. That is a lie. AKs are not inherently inaccurate like most people think. I didn't say they were inherently inaccurate. I said that typically ARs are more accurate. accurate. I'll agree with that. And I think AR is a superior yes. rifle. I just like AKs because they're cool. I just thought AKs what everyone in the Middle East used. Yeah, if you're in the Middle East, get an AK. Okay. So the best, here's, the best here's explanation a good example. I've heard is this. It's, it's more practical to drive a automatic transmission, right? But it's more fun to drive a standard I transmission. Mm, I, don't I would that. say standard transmission because you don't have as many transmission issues over time. An AK is like a standard transmission, and AR is like an automatic. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Sam carries a revolver. I feel like that like action a, or AR <laughs> similarity there, but okay. <laughs> Sam carries a revolver sometimes, but when it's really serious, he goes back to his actual pistol that's not a revolver. Yeah, if it was really serious, I'm going to grab my AR, probably. But I do carry my SIG 5.56R in my, in my pickup a lot of times because it's, it's more fun to shoot. It's usually unlocked, too. No, I locked my pickup. <laughs> Carried that over from the city. It's always locked. If you live in the Middle East, get an AK. If you live it in the United States, get an AR. Ford that's the story. You okay. want something that's going to be ubiquitous to whoever else. Like, if we were putting together some sort of group to do some sort of security or some sort of emergency response, ARs. it would make sense that we all had ARs, right? My bolt carrier's down. Someone help me out. Oh, if I got we, a spare one in my backpack. Right. Yeah. If we well, were... You're if you're going to... Were that guys? Was that the last? Right. Year? Yeah, yeah. So one of the guys at our last match, uh, he, he was having. I guess it was trigger issues. But like, like here, bolt carry. He swapped out a bolt carry because that could have been one of the issues. And uh, I mean, it turned out not to be. But the fact that like everyone's running the same platform, and you can just take one from one manufacturer, pop it in the next. AKs. That is not the case. No. That's like every that little country has a little bit different take on how they make an AK, and so they they don't play friendly. So. Would y'all say that? You mean just types of guns or caliber guns? Caliber, an AR, a pistol, and an AR. Yeah, first first AR, thing you need AR, is a semi-auto, semi-auto, a nine millimeter, an AR. Yeah, you need first. That's gun, only two AR. guns. Your third gun needs yeah. to be an AR-10 and 308. Get a bolt or gun. A bolt gun. In Either the, in I think you could swap those out, but I'd bolt guns are gonna have less issues. Yeah, I'd get yeah, no, no, your, your handgun is a concealed carry nine millimeter pistol. I would say if you can only have a single gun. Then get a kind of larger concealed carry, like a 365 or a Glock 19 or a Glock 19. 17 is like a full size. Yeah, 19 is a a full size. HK VP9 for the win. Oh, yeah. HKs are, I like HKs, but their customer service sucks. Yeah, but you don't need customer service because they're better. Okay, queer. (laughs) Huh? Is funds a factor? The very top AR 15? Less than a thousand. Less Less than than a thousand. thousand. IWI's Ion. Yeah, the Zion. If you can find it. The Sabre. 16 or 18? 16. 16. 18. 18's above 1,000, I think. No, no, no. Let me look it up. You mean the barrel? Yeah. Oh. Either way, I mean, I would would say get a 16 because it is the intermediate, like, best of both worlds. 
Because if you get an 18, that musket ain't going around corners. And if you ever have to go around corners, you're not going to have a good day. Okay, Lucas bought. Everyone loses in TQB. and QB and QBC. 18 inch at 12. I'm I'm using. What Not you guys Lucas Bodkin, because think I'd... about the newest AR round, the six arc, which the military is going to take. I've over. heard a bunch of good stuff about it. Wait, yeah, are so, they are they switching again? I thought they already had a next gen squad weapon in because they're going to seven fury right or the six, six two seven seven fury yeah, which has what is it that, has six a, eight by fifty one yeah it's something like that. Because and it has like a steel at the the base of the brass because that was their issue. It's the over, factor yeah, like was it's over pressured almost, yeah, or right. it's not over pressured, but it's like high pressure. Yeah, um, and they're looking for a more punch round than the five five six. Yeah, right. Because so, I think that's where the six art came in. Yeah, I think I think who, it was who in is that taking idea. it over? Like who? I think Hornady came out the six art. Yes. No, I mean like who? What branch of the military is moving towards the six art? I think it was developed kind of for. I mean, it wasn't like part of the next generation weapons like because contract, but the, it was developed with that yeah. mind. I think next gen squad weapon is army, correct? Right. Like that's yeah. the one mm-hmm. that took over, the and that's SIG. the one where a Sig won the contract, but, which yeah. it is a heavy bastard. Yeah, it's all there. Like. It's like 12 pounds with the optic and everything. And that's the rifle. That's not even like the, the well, squad. I'll tell you what. Your grandpappy carried an M1 Garand. That thing weighed 12 you pounds. You carry a six arc. <laughs> well, the thing is, it is 2023, and there are lighter guns out there. And yeah. we are used to carrying lighter guns in service. That being said, I have a very similar system to the next-gen squad weapon. It is, is extremely heavy, but I love it. Um, but the 6.8... That round is weird to me. Like, why would you switch to, like, why wouldn't you switch into an AR-10 platform? Because 6.8 is like, a, it's the reason, same reason that uh, 6.5 Creedmoor went so crazy. It It's like a middle ground between knockdown power and you get a higher BC, which is ballistic coefficient, which is a measure of how well it cuts through the air. It's it's more efficient than a 5.56 and a 3.08, and it carries less energy than a 3.08, but more energy than a 5.56. So I guess... And here's here's and my thought also, process. That one you run in a AR-15 platform, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Without any modifications. They, you wanted. They're trying to stay away from the AR-10s to stay to a lighter platform. Well, you I can mean, carry it, more ammo still, too. Yes. Three weights heavy to carry. Yeah. The six. I think the six like platform <laughs> is very similar to. I think it's the same AR-10 platform. I think the six eight is not an AR-15 platform. Can we just skip over all of that We're and go straight? Technical. Let's just go straight to those Halo 2 weapons, and let's just get there. I want a needler. I really want a battle I, rifle. I, I, I kind of really. Which is probably an like AR-10. these modern, <laughs> modern day ones other than your Halo ones. I, Cody just I, wants I really want to buy a 6 arc now. Start reloading for him because I've heard some wild stuff. Look at so there here I'll send you a podcast. Mike Mikowski, Sons of Liberty Gunworks again. They came out with their own version of it. It's called Six Max. So it's a lot more like he I'll just send you the podcast. That's that's too technical for this. Yeah, I think we're getting too deep in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we need to do is we need to tell people out there. For people out there, don't buy a six. Like, if you're just a person out there, buy a 5.56. Buy buy an AR with 5.56 so that you will have ammunition and you can actually find it. Or 7.62 NATO. Yeah, I mean, you could go to 5.56 because it's the most common. Or you go to 7.62 by 39, which is the AK round. But don't go crazy. Don't get some weird. So I don't want to say just, like, go towards one thing. 
because there, I mean, there's arguments for every single one. There's five, five, six, there's seven, six, two NATO. There's seven, six, two by 39. All of those are pretty normal rounds that you can typically find at any point in time. Yeah. But if you're just some guy who's just getting one rifle, then yeah, you just need to go one direction. Five, five, six. Most common round in America. Yeah. It's like a Big Mac or a, well, not a Bud Light anymore, but a Yingling. (laughs) Boy, did Yingling sales pick up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wouldn't you like to be that CEO now? No. Because you're trying to juggle the logistics right now and just go like, how are we going to fulfill this? People are getting pissed (laughs) because we can't get enough out. Hey, so back on the prepping, Cody, what do you do for food when you're out in the backcountry? Uh, I normally, it kind of depends. If I'm in the backcountry, I am very weight conscious. I try to keep it, uh, what is it? hundred calories per ounce. So, uh, 2000 calories out. I'm normally like 1.6 pounds with 2000 calories, but, uh, do you make your own? Do you buy it? No, I buy a lot. I make some, uh, what do you buy? I'll buy like a Peak? Mount, Peak, Mountain House, uh, shit, Heather's Choice. There's all sorts of uh, so the main thing out there that a, a freeze dried meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll normally have that one of those for a supper. Uh, my breakfast still kind of jumble. Uh, Peak I, makes uh, some solid breakfast stuff too. They do. It gets expensive. Yeah, it gets pricey. Uh, yeah. But but it's tasty uh, too. Yeah, their strawberry granola. Ooh, yummy! I I normally pack like a a seven day hunt. I'll have at least two or three of them. Yeah. But uh, I'll do like a couple instant oatmeal. So would that because be... you can just pour your water in the packet? Right. Uh, no need to dirty up anything yeah. else. Start a jet. Well, or, I guess you gotta uh, boil it. But I started this year with some green belly meals. Okay, green belly. They're shit. Six hundred fifty, seven hundred calories in one bar. Really good. It's a lot in a bar. It is, and it is filling, and it does pretty well. Uh, my lunches, I'll do tuna packets, uh, tortilla, or sometimes I'll make uh, butthole sandwiches. You're going to have to elaborate on that, Cody. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is PG. <laughs> you take a bagel. <laughs> FBI! <laughs> I, thought, I thought Adam had fallen asleep back there. A bagel, some Justin's peanut butter. Uh, Why does it have to be Justin's peanut butter? Who is Justin? It's higher calorie. More calories for weight. And it comes in a little square packet. Uh, Hmm. I'll sometimes steal honey from KFC. Uh, If I could get real honey in little packets, I'd take it, but you can't get those. And then bacon. That little sucker there is about 1,200 calories. Wow. Yeah. Hey, if you're and out there and heavy. you're a, you're a small guy who wants to gain some weight, peanut butter and bacon, dude. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me on my snacks. <laughs> honey stinger waffles and Justin's peanut butter. Honey peanut butter. <sighs> have, you seen, have you seen those little sticks of honey? It it's like a stick of honey that's like sealed at both ends. You just break it open. Like so the does this skinny stick? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Does that this carry enough. over <laughs> to a prepping mindset? Like, is this viable for? Yeah, it's I'm, good to know a calorie-dense food that you can right. here. But I'm saying, like, for Justin's most people, butter. are they going to buy all these? Most like, people are you, fat, and they if need If you to have lose a life. dehydrator, you can make these meals yourself. Exactly. You make a soup or anything, a lasagna, 
Break out most people up, don't use a dehydrator. Hey, uh, Amazon for Prime yeah, deals right now. You can yeah. get a you can and get a Hamilton I, Beach yeah. for forty six dollars <laughs> right now. Yeah, but and what I'm saying is like we need I to didn't help know people out. Didn't have dehydrators. I need to talk to your wife. But Dude, you free you. The only dehydrator in my house is me. Vacuum seal it. And since you dehydrated it, what? It'll keep uh, for almost ever. Yeah, throw it in the freezer. It'll can. stay forever. Yeah. And then you dehydrated. Can dehydrate it. Sorry. Uh, um, I also. Uh, I like how funny story. And Cody are like on task. And me and me I, over here I've like, got ah. like a 50 well, that's because we're like diving into this beans. backwoods. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. right before Buy this COVID, packet, my brother-in-law's uncle. Uh, <laughs> it's getting so annoying. He said he had a dream. That God told him he needed to plant pinto beans in Fallette, Texas. And man, all of a sudden, <laughs> your uncle's happens. And I was like, hey, so we're going to get some beans. Yeah. Hey. Well, it turns out he had a hard time selling pinto beans. So I ended up with a 50 pound sack. So I got pinto <laughs> so that's, a while. God were they like seed beans or were they eating beans? Eating beans. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Right. I, know so that, uh, I guess what I'm beans. getting at is we're like getting too most deep into people, the weeds are not going to go out and find the site to buy all the stuff that we're talking about that's like area you never seen pinto beans at Walmart? No, go buy like some pinto, pinto section at Walmart. Pinto <laughs> beans are on tap, but beans, like some buy of that some other rice. stuff. We talked about it last week. I'm say saying for, for like prepping. The easiest thing for everybody, go to Walmart and pinto just beans. buy all the ramen you can. Ramen goes bad after ramen. Ramen, ramen actually ramen. is Rice not that good because it has zero protein and not as many calories as you think. Yeah. You got to add like cheese to it or something to get protein. Just get the ramen. Buy some cows. Get the ramen. At our grocery store here in Beaver, you can buy a bucket Dude, of emergency food good. that's freeze-dried yeah. food. I did not they know that. five-gallon buckets yeah, of freeze-dried food. Get Cody's going to be Downing's number one salesman. Do you know a 20-pound bag of rice is? 20 bucks for a 20-pound bag yeah. of rice. But and there's a whole protein. bunch of little Chinamen who eat that. That's like a year's worth of rations so for little Chinamen. So rice made. and Vienna sausages. Now you're talking. Or just shoot one deer you know and rice and venison. Rice, Not that long. Like, no, real bun. rice? Yeah. Yeah, real rice takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I hour. cook it all the time. Mm-hmm. No, rice not minute rice, rice. Real rice. No, real no, rice. Real I rice cook real rice all the time. It doesn't take How do you cook your food, Cody? Uh, I use a well jet boil for the most part. Uh, use the big one, little one. Uh, is it is it about beer a, bottle size, but a lot wider? Yeah, it's a. <laughs> he cooks his steak and ketchup. It's the next size up. I yeah. can't remember what it is. The flash doesn't have a striker. Mine's got a striker. <laughs> okay, yep, I follow. Uh, it's big enough. It holds the four ounce can inside with the burner. Yeah, and everything sits inside. Yeah. Well, that that'll last you your whole hunt, right? I can get ten days out of that little four ounce can. Yeah. Ivan, Ivan looks over. like me right now, but when uh, he starts talking about like economy and money and stuff, my eyes just close. Ivan we're looks losing like that. Cody. Like, oh, man, I'm bored as shit. <laughs> but as, food, yeah. as far as food prep, though, I mean, it it can be as complicated as you want or as easy as you want. As long as you have something calorie dense, beans, rice, and then you throw a protein in somewhere. Oh, some meat. Uh, Sweet You're going to be fine. Yeah. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, but your sweet potatoes are going to be bad what I grow in or six kill. months. Not if you get it in a can. Get a root cellar. Yeah. Get your root cellar. I heard a dehydrator works. You got one? Fresh out. A root cellar? I, had a question. I have a storm <laughs> shelter that serves as a root shelter. Seeds? Yeah. I don't know. How do you store seeds? Like, let's say some nuclear warfare or whatever, we got to start, or just whatever shit breaks down, we got to start growing food. How, what seeds would, like, 
would you how do you store them all this kind of stuff to let's cool, say we're gonna dry set dark up by place a river yeah, cool, dry, or a water dark source to start but farming would you be able to salvage seeds off of your plants and stuff too i think yes. would be another question mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just make sure that you're salvaging your seeds off your plants the only most of the people that had jalapenos this last year probably planted them from seeds they kept from the year before we didn't and you got jalapenos Yep. Well, you're some of the lucky few because I some got banana those. peppers. Yeah, I, I got, got banana. two jalapeno pepper plants. We had jalapenos them. and banana peppers yeah. and bell peppers, and the bell peppers and banana peppers were growing on the same plant. Yeah. So yep. I don't. Know hey, how peppers that are works. one of the easiest to cross pollinate ever, and you can get some crazy yeah. hybrids. So if you're growing peppers, grow them in different there corners of your garden. Crazy swinger parties going on in our garden. It's about out the there. only vegetable I like to eat is peppers. You don't like tomatoes? Not really. Really. No, man. Peppers you and my little and girl would not get peppers along. Peppers and onions. Okay. We go let chickens out, and she goes and raids the, the tomatoes. tomatoes. The tomatoes. <laughs> She'll be walking to have armloads of tomatoes. And okay, so what was what was another uh, prepping point we were discussing from last? Hey, what episode? about clothing? That's something we didn't hey, discuss last yes. time, and I think that Cody would have a lot of insight on probably Pant, like pants, shirts. What do you, what are you what are you rocking over there? Cotton kills. Cotton kills. It murders Especially when wet. If you're hunting or survival, cotton kills. Well, we're on yeah. clothes. We'll get to tools. We're, we gotta I'm gonna go pass through this clothes. to you for tools. Uh, you're next. I like a good, <laughs> a good outdoor pant. You ain't gotta go crazy. Don't worry about getting Sitka in first light. That shit's overpriced and Chinese made anyway. Uh, I do own some, some pretty first cheap light. stuff. If, I like the on sale because I can't sell nothing. Hey, it's pretty good stuff though. <laughs> but uh, I see a lot of people wearing it. <laughs> Are you what's your what's your go-to brand, Cody? Uh, right now my go-to brand is Black Ovis. And uh, uh good. I'm with Ivan. Uh, 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 wasn't Carhartt like the head like, of a gay? Do you like Cooey? They did some gay stuff last uh, year. So I've been gonna try their pants. I haven't. Tried I've been wanting to try too. They have one with a built-in like knee pad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kings. Kings camo. Hey, I got a buddy that's a, a pretty avid hunter, and he says he's like, Here they're we kind are of coming out of woodwork. Last year, I took preacher pants. They have knee pads in them. You can get them for like hundred and ten dollars. I was very impressed with them. They got hip zips and everything. Uh. Kuyu's kind of like First Light and Sitka, where they're kind of overpriced. Kind of pricey. Yeah. But like uh, the Black Ovis, uh, Granite Peak, those are probably my favorite pair of pants I've owned, and I think they're sixty dollars. So I there don't think Adam, for play a sound bite for crying out. <laughs> I don't think for prepping <laughs> you need to have your your Fill high your level. Hand, you son of a bitch. That's just his go to. I don't think you have to have high level camo. Have durable pants black, black and opus shirts. Does not make camo. If you say black opus one more time. <laughs> so Wrangler George Straits and a denim <laughs> Wrangler <laughs> shirt. Must Next question. Now, if you get wet though, and it is cold, <laughs> and you cold don't have a way, you're gonna hate, rain you're gonna hate your Wranglers. No, you put that rain slicker on, you're gonna sweat. <laughs> Dude, like, you will get hypothermia and die. We need a camping trip. If it is a legit survival, so I know how to treat hypothermia. I had this in Wilderness Survival. You climb in a sleeping bag with a tarp and you heat back up. I like next question. We need a camping trip. We do need a camping trip because I ain't sleeping with any of you. 
would rather have hypothermia and die. Ivan, tools. What tools? I was asking Hunter the other day that we all talk about all these guns and everything and all these things. What would be like some basic hand tools that we would have to have? Get a like, Leatherman and a hatchet. Like, a, a hammer, hand an tools. axe. Uh, hammer definitely. Um, but an axe is probably that's a, that's a better right because an axe Machetes? can be an axe can be a hammer. Yeah. So your axe can be your hammer. So that's a double. A hatchet is an axe and a hammer. If you're at home, you should have all this stuff, really, though. But no, I don't. I live in town. What, what, what do I have a need for an axe for? I got a chainsaw. I got a still. Hopefully, you have know. the gas. And spend a little but, money on this, because like you're not going to go buy two hatchets or something. Get like a quality well, one, I mean, one that's not going to fly apart dude, first time you're whacking on something. The main thing I would say is like if, makes if you have like a basic hammer, a basic axe, a basic saw, a ratchet set, shovel or wrenches, a shovel, like just just generic tools. Like you don't, there's not a brand that you need. You just need the tool. Shovel, yeah. hammer, saw. What would, what would be the top three? Set, I, I pick. Top I pick. Tools. I pick an axe. Axe, shovel, shovel, and a hammer. Hammer probably. Yeah. yeah. Right. That way you can pull. Crowbar. Nice. I would say. Yeah. I would say. Crowbar. Ooh, how about yeah. uh? The, the, the channel channel locks uh, down. Uh, time out. No, not channel locks. Saw, uh, shovel, vice grips. Get a Leatherman, a multi tool, then you got because your, a saw. Your, your axe is your We're hammer. Saw. Your saw cuts stuff. things down. Anyway, and your shovel is, is your crowbar. So this is off the rails. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're venturing so, up their ways right now. Here's some tools. Just rob your neighbor for what you need. If some it comes tools. To that. <laughs> and that's <laughs> where your gun comes in. Anyway, I, know how to, I know how to bring this so back. So BCM, Bravo Company Manufacturing. That's guns. Knives. What kind of fixed blade knife do you carry in the backcountry? Let's let's not talk over each other and go one by one. Okay, everybody give their favorite that was knife brand. a great brand. idea, Cody. Cody, you go first. Favorite knife brand. <laughs> Welcome to the Capital Podcast. We'll talk about it. Is a whiskey, whiskey something forge. Whiskey something forge. Wow, what a great plug for whiskey something forge. The handle's covering up part of their stamp, I can't tell. It's handmade. Got it on Facebook. I had to do some modification because it did not fit the hand well. But turns out it's... Stay sharp, good knife. Very sharp, good knife. Uh, If you have the money to spend... Montana Knife Company makes some really nice knives, and they just came out with one that Aaron Schneider from Kafaru designed. It released yesterday. Fancy boy. You've got a man crush. Tells me that Cody... I've seen that it only lasted their release 15 minutes till they sold out. Wow. So... Do you think he's going to send you free stuff? But, uh... He's not going to bang you. The man's just (laughs) trying to recommend some quality gear. All right, Ben. My brother has a speed goat from them. A speedboat? A speed, speed goat. goat. Was that like Montana. a fast goat? No, it's no. Like it's, in other words, for an like antelope. A, it's another, like, it's like a concealed carry knife. It's um, a name for an antelope. Oh. But it is a very good, camera. well-made knife. Knife. Speed goat. They are expensive. Brand of knife. I'm caught between, I don't know what it's called. I just know what it, the sound <laughs> it makes when it kills a man. <laughs> And the Black Hawk 9000. Okay. Okay. Uh, That was fun. No, like, so my knife, like, if it works, like, can it hold an edge and does it work? 
One thing that I run into is light is good for a lot of things. Heavy is good for a lot of things. So you need one of each. I, You know what? That's a good answer, even though you don't know any knife brands. Good job. Ivan, you have a knife? Uh, not a fixed blade knife. You I need one. I carry. Well, I do have that one because I, I got last place at the shoot. Oh, yeah. Last place. <laughs> yeah. One of, it's not very sharp or anything, but I've got that one. And I usually carry. Box little, cutter blade. Milwaukee. Blade Milwaukee. Once one side isn't sharp, you can turn it around. Then you're back to sharp. Mm-hmm. And it serves dual purposes. And That's a great a knife for feeding, by the way. Hey. For feeding cows. Hey, Sam, what brand is this I, knife? That's a K bar. Um, Ivan used to have. It's a cleaver. It's a K bar cleaver. I'm a Spyderco Spider fan, Co. and I'm going to stand for Spyderco every chance I get because Spyderco's. They're they're a kind of expensive, but not super expensive and super quality. Way sharp. I've got several Spydercos. I talked Ivan into buying one one time at a at a gun store, and then he lost it within a week. But uh, Spyderco knives they make great folding knives, great uh, fixed blade knives. This one I don't think they make this anymore. This one the best ones are made in Taiwan, and they run about two hundred. And then they make them that, you know, about a hundred dollar knife you can get out of their China shop. And then they make, they just make a lot of knives. And then for fixed blades, uh, Spyderco makes some good fixed blades too. Uh, I like Case. I know that Case has been around forever. Case makes some really good uh, fixed blade knives. And they also make really, really sharp, uh, you know, cutting knives. That's what's in my pocket. Cowboy knives. The Case. I will say, if we're gonna make a soundbite, if we're gonna make a soundbite for time, shut up. If we're gonna make a soundbite for time out, sir, we're gonna have to turn off your microphone. Yeah. If we're gonna make a if we're gonna make a soundbite for time out, Mr. We gotta make a for Sam pulling out his knife every five seconds to flip it out and show everybody. All right, Hunter, what do you? My fixed blade knife is an MB blade. Uh, it's a it's a marine out in California who makes knives. Uh, he did a it was called he called it the gunfighter blade and he made one of those. It's it's like a five inch fixed blade, so it's a it's a hooker. Oh wow, that's a sweet looking knife. That's the yeah Montana Knife Company. That I like it. I like the handle too. But and also so tour so tour knives is another one I'd look at. And again, I guess to Ivan's point, it's a pricey knife, but you get what you pay for in so many areas of life. Uh, so tours, really nice stuff. Uh, but also look to the, some of these little companies, these little knife makers, like I'm talking about here, MB Blades. Uh, you know, just a Marine out there making knives and making a good product. So that's I'm, what I got. I'm always the guy that Hunter says buy really like quality stuff. And I, I agree. And like it, but you get what you pay for. The expensive stuff comes, and if you're one of those people who who kind of want something nicer, but then maybe, save up for it. All right, me and Hunter disagree sometimes. Spider Cove makes a a really good knife for not all that much money, and even a little bit cheaper. Spider Cove's good stuff. A little bit cheaper than Spider Cove that still makes a really good knife that'll last for a long time is CRKT. CRKT makes some really good stuff for for what it is. It's retarded cheap like cheaper than they should be knives bang for your buck buck. crkt knives are really really nice for for the price points they're i don't know how they make them that good that cheap all right
okay. I was just going to add to the knife. Go ahead. Uh, one thing when looking at knives, <clears throat> my brother found out the hard way, like that one I have. Uh, make sure if you have a fixed blade knife and you're looking at it to be like your go-to lifelong knife, make sure they are stout because we have run into some cheap knives that, like that one, I split a bunch of wood with it. Uh, my brother's had them where we don't even put it near that much abuse, and they, the blade snaps in half. So that is also where... <laughs> you get what you, you pay for. You get what you pay yeah. for. I, I uh, Adam has a knife that he just got today that is a... It's a blind horse, bushcraft knife. They don't make blind horse anymore, but the guy that makes blind horse, there was a company called Blind Horse. It's now called Lieutenant... Uh, ah. yeah, Lieutenant Lieutenant Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T, is the guy that used to be uh, Blind Horse Knives. And then there's another guy that also was part of that company. But they also make really good knives. They're bushcraft knives and good stuff from Lieutenant Wright Knives are good. And then the other guy that was part of Blind Horse, I don't remember his name, so... I guess I can't mention him, but good knives. That's the one that you remember when I traded you that knife for like a like a plate carrier or I something. I traded you it back, and well, then uh, you traded it to me back. I gave it to I gave it to uh, Adam when I found the blue knife. I thought that was a sign. In the knife world, do you guys recommend just like a fixed blade knife? Uh, not fixed. I don't know what it's called. Depends on your purpose. Just a sharp or serrated? Uh, uh, not or a combo. Uh, uh, that's a tough one. Serrades are good on tight rope. Other than that, I consider them useless. I'd rather have a sharp knife because uh, if cutting need... hay bales, cutting net wrap on a hay bale, serrades are great. If you're somebody Just sharpen that... with a coarse stone, and you yeah. will have a slightly serrated blade that will cut bales better. Eh. It depends on if you are somebody who's never going to sharpen your knife. If you're never going to sharpen your knife, it is not a bad idea to buy a full serrated blade. Because they do stay sharp ages and ages and ages and longer than or just than get a blades. sharp they knife. They do too. Serrated blades stay sharp. No, saying, way no, longer all he was than saying a, was he doesn't have his sharpener. I don't right, have my sharpener, long. but good sharpener work sharp. Make a great sharpener, probably the best one I've found yet. And if you are bad at sharpening knives, there is a guide Go built into it, and it is small, packable, and you can sharpen fish hooks. Serrated blades, whatever. But it is also this has... Guide, does it come from the guy that runs Kafaru? No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your opinion on like the, you know, walking to like a hardware store and there's, it's the little like handheld dilly <laughs> with the top, the fine deal and the coarse deal. deal. Better than nothing? Wasting your time? What do you think? Better than nothing, but you're going to ruin your blade. <laughs> so that's my opinion on them. If you can't sharpen a knife and that's all you can do, go for it. But I would not use, I'd make sure you used a blade that wasn't over $20. Yeah. Because it will sharpen it unevenly. Don't and buy put a $20 a weird, knife. If you're going to use one of them little hand sharpeners, you just drag it through, you might as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe go with a mace, not a sword. The The nicest sharpener I've seen is uh, Moore Maker makes a really nice diamond, uh, diamond I sharpener. I have one of those. And this and work piece sharp. of ship is that? No, I've used. Piece it. I've, of ship. I've had it for 
The ship is a 15, piece. 20 years. Love it. This work sharp is what I sharpen everything with. Uh, Cody has I spoken. I will look them up. But the work sharp, my brother bought one and turned me on them. And Walmart I, sells a sharpener, and when it stops working, you can buy another. All right. Ben is like not $2. the person to ask about knives. But, um, all right. Where were we going from here? I feel like we just need to play the outro music. <laughs> this, what are we at, Adam? Are we at two hours? We're at two hours, three minutes, and 30 seconds. Uh, let's, it's play the, let's play the outro music, and then we'll all talk offline. This episode achieved. This was, this was a, this was a chaotic mess. Loved it. Yeah, play finished. a video to out. Yeah, we'll play the outro, then we'll do a video. It's got course on one side. And then we will, I don't know, we'll have an initiation after the after the podcast is over, and one of us is going to be beaten. I'm not tying a cinder block to my nuts. I saw it on old school. Ain't doing it. Who's writing novels over there? Your wife? Oh, you're writing your wife novels. You text your wife the same way you text me? They're links. <laughs> Hey, the other day my wife called me because she had some insight on some, uh, on like concealed carry and capacity versus caliber and all this different stuff. We, we, this is, anyway, yeah.